0: Everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and joining me, look at this—we're recording live. We got five people in the studio. We're not doing that Zoom bullshit. We actually have people that came over to my house. We're going to record. It's going to be fun. The episode's called "Books and Music," and as my guest co-hosts today, you may know them both from the Ramones of the Day podcast. Now, that's not in, a, well, it's still out there. You can find it and yeah, listen. Yeah. It's like Absolutely. the real
1: Ramones. Is, yeah. It's frozen in ember. It's
0: out there. Yeah. There's just no new episodes because you guys would go uh, through every song and you are out of songs. There's yeah. no new songs. Yep. But anyway, joining me as guest co host and they're, they're co-hosts because they brought songs. We have Philip Matas and Molly Ann Hale, Welcome back to the show, guys. How are you you guys doing?
1: We're so good. Good. Vaccinated and ready. So vaccinated. In
0: person. And ready to hear tracks. Vax you. Vax and ready for tracks. Oh, how many many DJs are saying that across the country? (laughs) Probably none because they're stupid, right? Yeah. I Emily. love it. vaxed and ready for tracks. I love it. <laughs> These Look. tracks
1: are vaxed and playing back to back vaxed
0: tracks <laughs> so, Now let me ask you something because we said that we're out of Ramon's songs yeah what if what if down the line unreleased songs come out that we've never heard? Do you guys revisit it and get back into that?
1: Technically speaking, and I have to check with our lawyers are <laughs> our, our Target was around the ones that the band released when they
0: were a band. Okay, so sanctioned so was, by the band.
1: Yeah, that was our that was our kind of out. Uh, we wanted how I basically how I conned Molly into doing mm-hmm. this with me was setting an endpoint. Yes, in a way uh, that I know. I mean, I know lots of great, funny, handsome podcasters <laughs> who who have where are, you are they? Know, <laughs> I know they're somewhere east. But they, you know, <laughs> that you guys do, you know, it's an every week, every month type yeah. of thing. It can go on forever. And that's awesome. But our thing was like, we want to make this a limited thing. So we might explore it. I think we would talk about it. But right. but, but yeah. And you, you never... get
0: a petition together and enough signatures. I yeah, yeah. 10,000
1: likes and we're yeah. back.
0: And you guys never thought when that would end that you might do like uh, the Clash of the Day or another band? You're just like, no, nope, we'll just do the Ramones in and out.
1: I, I like
2: that the Ramones are special yeah. and they get the treatment. Also, you know, doing a podcast takes a lot of work.
3: <laughs> Does it? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah goddamn right. I had yeah. to change this table. It doesn't usually sit like this. It sits this <laughs> way, but you guys were coming, so I had to configure the room. We broke down
1: our table. Yeah. 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 No. no, yeah. I think we, we liked the the
0: closed. It felt good. The, All right, good. To good. be done. Very yeah, yeah. nice. And you guys had kind of an event, right, when it ended?
2: Yeah, we had a live show to celebrate the podcast ending. It was really fun.
1: Well, it was to celebrate the podcast ending, and we had, I don't know if it was the first West Coast Joey Ramone birthday bash, yeah. but we'll, right. we'll, we'll, we'll say it was. That. We'll say it was, but if lawyers ask, no way. No. <laughs> nope. uh, it was Molly's birthday, too, so it was a triple threat. My
2: birthday and Joey Ramone's birthday are the yeah. same day.
1: We had a cover band. A tribute band, actually. A
0: tribute band. Were they a good Ramones tribute actually, band? They, they are.
2: are fantastic. What were I they
1: called? Recommend. One, two, three,
0: four? No, <laughs> no.
1: Too tough to die.
0: Okay, with, they... with the number two. Yes. Yes. Okay. Legal. Uh,
1: but they. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're they know, but uh, <laughs> but uh, no, they were great. And their thing is like they play the heart more of the hard and fast stuff. So like, okay. I want to be your boyfriend isn't going to be there, but mm-hmm. you know, uh, loudmouth is going to be.
2: They there. do a lot of you know brain drain.
0: No, no, baby, I love you. No, baby, no, I love you. no, <laughs> nope. Did uh, did they do they dress the part also?
2: I, I mean, they're they're like punk guys from Los Angeles, but they don't know? put
0: like wigs on or no,
1: no, 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 okay. no. no they're more. I, I, I forget the lead singer's name, but he looked the part the most. Yeah, but there's also only three of them, so I mean, yeah. Yeah. wow, so power trio, yeah, a power trio. Uh, but they, yeah, they were they were putting the music first,
0: man. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, how squeaky my chair is. It's perfect you don't think th- this isn't easy <laughs> <laughs> by the way pa- uh, podcasts are hard work so head over to uh, patreon.com forward slash rock solid podcast and if you've been listening for 11 fucking years <laughs> go for the two dollars a month jesus christ fifty dollars and fifty cents not fifty dollars fifty cents an episode sometimes i put up two episodes a week that takes it down to a quarter an episode what are you doing people what? all right <laughs> <laughs> we got to keep the lights on here yeah right they're flickering and the uh, chairs are squeaking. Chairs are squeaking. Wouldn't you like me to have a not squeaky chair? Wouldn't you like me to get some WD 40? I can't do it without your support.
1: It just stares at it in the window in the cabinet of Target. <laughs> it's like, mm, someday. Someday, maybe. Turns out his pockets. Oh. <laughs> just mods. <clears throat>
0: uh, <laughs> I can't believe you guys haven't been here for this long. This is so fun already. Yeah, yeah. That's our show, folks. Yay.
1: That's
3: just <laughs> like that us.
0: Just ended on a high. Because I kept threatening with you two that we were going to do a podcast about songs that's, that with lyrics that didn't age well yeah. in 2021. And we're still going to do that. I'm telling okay, you right great. now, we're still going to do it. But then this thing came, it was called COVID. And then I yeah. just, and, and then that then that gave me a year out to not invite you here.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> thank God.
0: Yeah, I yeah. keep promising that now I can just fucking it was, relax.
1: It was kind of nice to have that excuse as probably a, I'm I'm a bit of an introvert. It was oh, nice I to be like it. like oh I was can't, happy as a clam. Can't do it. Mm-hmm, I didn't go anywhere. Sorry. I didn't nope.
2: see anybody.
0: Nope. It was
1: fantastic. It was fantastic. Nope. I watch what I want. Yeah. 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 That's it.
0: I'm binging what I want to binge. <laughs> I didn't feel guilty when I was sitting around watching like some Hammer horror movie from 1959. No. Awesome. And And uh, you know, P.L.R. would come in. What are you watching? I'm like, oh, I'm watching the you know, Scars of Dracula. Oh, cool cool. she said, cool. This <laughs> pandemic is the best. Yeah. I think everyone would agree. <laughs> yeah. Five stars. Uh,
1: you have kids, right, Philip? I have one kid. Yeah. How old is your child? He is 11.
0: Okay. Sixth so grade.
1: just graduated. Sixth
0: so grade. how is it for him? Because he's not six where you would be pulling your hair out, but he's not 16 like my youngest. Where I'd be pulling uh, my hair out. Well, so how did the pandemic go for him? did he Did he adapt and it was chill?
1: Yeah. I mean, for the most part, I think early on, especially when he was, when we were first getting into the whole, you're doing school at home. Yeah. That was trying, because my wife is also a teacher. Okay. And we don't have the biggest house, so- my son was in one corner of the living room and I was in the other. Okay. And so I was in science and math class all the time. <laughs> and I'm sure- I'm sure You for, failed. I, I didn't, I, I'm disputing those grades. Uh, <laughs> I think when they eventually did go back and they did like little baby steps, mm-hmm. where it was like some a couple hours a day or maybe a couple w- days a week. Yeah. That was best for him because just for the adult in the room, imagine going to school with your dad- in the room yeah even if you are paying attention the drag yeah well even if you are paying attention it's just a hassle to be like there, there he is again yeah
0: yeah kids want to go to school to get away from yeah. uh, their parents and yeah. be with their friends so
1: so it was okay we were healthy so we were happy about that it was kind of nice to have him or just to like be around him yeah yeah and, yeah and we would make a joke that like when he had a break i usually had a break too so we called the kitchen the break room and we, <laughs> and we made our dog was the manager, and we made a we made an ID form. It it was a long time, guys. That's funny. You guys are funny.
0: Here, here's how Philip's son tells that story. Oh, my dad has this stupid joke. <laughs> he calls the kitchen a break room. We got to do the, We made a name tag for the dog. It was so stupid. Pretty
1: I, much. <laughs> that is right. I can I'm, I'm going to mess up what he told me the other day. But I said, you know, I did one of those things where you just make the same joke again. And he's like, he said something like. It's a little predictable, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's why you're supposed to find that comforting. The, uh, so he did okay. He did okay, but he, I mean, but definitely, I feel like the weight of the house improved. You know, just the weight on our shoulders improved when it was a little more normal
0: and just yeah, more space. Sure, us. absolutely. Um, my uh, the funniest thing that my my youngest has said recently. Uh, she came into our room like at midnight because we are still up. Sometimes she just comes in and wants to talk. Yeah. So we just chat. And then she goes, okay, I'm going to the kitchen to get a drink. And I said, what are you gonna get? A, what are you gonna get? A big glass of stupid? And she said, I can't, you drink it all. Well done. Yeah, well done.
1: <laughs> I laughed
0: great. like a jackass for like 20 minutes straight.
1: That's I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell uh, my kids, one of my kids' funniest moments. So there's this family around us down the street who has like a zillion dogs okay. and they're always like out and screaming at everybody. And we normally avoid this place when we walk our dog, cause it just sets them off. And there was a cat and we named all the, we came up with names. Okay. It was like, there's stupid, there's jackass. Mm-hmm. And then we came up with the cat who wants to be a dog. Somehow <laughs> that cat has been ingratiated in there. So that was the beginning of the pandemic. And then six months in, we're walking by there. We don't see the cat, Uh-oh. but there's a Doberman Pinscher there. And we're like, Oh my God and and my son goes his dream came true <laughs> <laughs> like wow, and get out of your way. That's terrific. What you know what you're doing? <laughs> That's
0: terrific. <laughs> his now, dad is a comedian.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. gave it all. Take it, kid.
0: Now Molly, you tell Philip and I how great it is not to have kids.
2: Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you there was a point like into the pandemic where I my friend who also doesn't have children and I were just chatting and we just had moment together we were like we're so Happy, <laughs> we don't have children right now, yeah, like,
0: yeah. Oh man, now, now what was it like for you? you? You don't have a roommate, I do have a roommate. You yeah. do? Okay, so you weren't alone,
2: no, no, I wasn't alone. Okay, um, cool,
0: that's good. Never alone, that, that might have been that, <laughs> my, <laughs> that. I that might that might cause you to go a little crazy if you were alone for that long.
2: Honestly, I can do it, I, 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 I love it being too. alone, I can do it for long periods you're of time. Good, you're good yeah. at it too, oh, it's man. like
1: you've found things like writing. Oh, yeah uh, producing mm-hmm. and stuff like that that yeah. you've and even like web development and stuff, where yeah. you you've built the whole. so like when this came in to be like, oh my God, we have to reach out digitally to people. no,
2: <laughs> I like you had, were one the people who were, like, I had frenetic. the best year of my business by far. That's fantastic during COVID.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. See, my wife keeps telling me she thinks I could do it. She goes, I think you could live alone. I really think you could. <laughs> I'm like, oh wait, wait a minute. what? with I, bags in hand. Yeah, I think
1: you can do it. i'm
2: I'm having a, a moment with my roommate, and I said, you know, I, I think you should move out. And she said, are you going to live with someone else? Because I think you should live alone. And I said, yeah, I, I think I should live alone too. <laughs> <laughs> but That's she, the point. <laughs> but she's still there
0: or did she move out?
4: Yeah, she, she hasn't right.
2: moved out yet. But we, we're, we're in discussions.
1: You're thinking But you also it. figured out, we were talking about like, you know, you have a backyard where you have a garden. Yeah, you got to be able to have an, out, an outdoor space.
2: Is yeah, really
0: outdoor room, now. outdoor space. Yeah. Good deal.
1: Your own, your own space became a real thing this
0: yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. All right. That has been pandemic talk on Rock Solid. (laughs)
1: Finally, someone's talking about
0: it. Yeah. Well, you know what? People were ignoring it for so long. I decided, (laughs) you know, because it's a hoax. But- um... So let's get into it. Here's the reason. That, yeah, what what do we do here? Here's the reason we're here today. It's because Philip, you just wrote a book, I did, and you want to promote this thing. It'll be out in September. Right. And I said, why well, can't record with you without Molly? Because uh, I'm not right. don't like you that much. Right. So
1: that can't you podcast good.
0: alone? Yeah, yeah. Can you? Can't no. you just do it? <laughs> no. I mean, you know, book of the day or something. Doing yeah, it. Sure. So Lord let's Lord, hear. Lord. What is your book about?
1: Uh, My book uh, is a mystery, technically a cozy mystery, which Mm -hmm. I can explain if we need to,
0: Okay,
1: Um, but is a mystery called The Murderous Haircut of the Mayor of Bel-Air. It is about a uh, a hairstylist, uh, a young woman living in the San Fernando Valley, who has psychic abilities, so... Everybody's on base. Yeah, so far so, far, yep. so good. She's okay. <laughs> psychic abilities, uh, and they normally help her when she cuts hair because she can touch the back of someone's head and she sees the perfect style they want. I like even it. if they're not describing mm-hmm. it, you know, it's just like any little. Vroom. She's like, oh, you want? Okay, got it.
0: Uh, and then all the customers are pleased as punch every and time. They're all pleased,
1: yeah. Uh, and she does okay, and then but then one day she's cutting the hair of a strange customer, a different customer, mm-hmm. and she sees a murdered body. and then she feels compelled by a little bit of investigation where it doesn't seem like anybody's taking this as seriously as they should, that she may be the only person who can solve this.
0: All right. Now, Uh, let me ask you this. Is this a a YA book? No. It's not. Okay. No.
1: So that's the thing. And I've- uh, it's funny. I, I've been on a couple other shows. More what? Like, I, yeah. Oh, uh, What the hell? I can't. Where am I?
2: You didn't uh, take me. So I'm just as shocked <laughs> as you are.
1: I did. I just record the episodes and just log them in my house. <laughs> no. Uh, the one, This brings me back to the description of what a cozy mystery is. Okay. So a cozy mystery is basically like if you picture a mystery movie on uh, the Hallmark Network. Okay. So there's no explicit sex. There's no like really gory violence. There's not a lot of swears. Um, But there's different variations on that where some are more like Murder, She Wrote. I was just gonna say Murder, She Wrote. Murder, She She Wrote is a prototypical one, right? Um, You you can, when you go back to bookstores, um, if you go into the mystery place and you see like punny titles and like cats and dogs and pets on the front, that is probably a cozy mystery. That's a
0: cozy mystery. Okay,
1: cool. Mine is cozy, in that it's like, it's based around amateur sleuth who happens to be a woman and she, you know, she's in over her head, but she doesn't have a pet. <laughs> okay. So that's my way of saying like maybe closer to PG-13, but I'm trying, yeah, I I am dealing more with some satire mm-hmm. of the world of Los Angeles, but also dealing with basically a B-level X-Men character who has psychic abilities and cuts <laughs> down. Now, here's, my, ne-
0: here's yeah. my next question. Please. I know this hasn't even been released yet, but is this? Could this be an ongoing character? Could this character be in another book?
1: I'm so glad you asked that. Uh, yeah, this this was the first book I wrote, um, and then I thought, yeah, you, sh- I should, I could do more with this. So after this one, I have in various degrees of completion three others.
0: Wow, that's so, that's excellent.
1: Yeah, I purposely, I talked to some other people who this is all independently published too. Uh, I talked to some other people in that situation, and they said, number one, it's like a series is great. Yeah. Because you hang on to the character, right? But then you expand it out to different forays and you, yeah, you just kind of keep going. So I wanted to see if I could get anywhere with like, can I write a second one before I do this one? I'm like, oh yeah, I can. And then I wrote a third one. Then I wrote a fourth one. I'm like, I should probably publish one of these. Right. Let's do something with it.
0: And in the second one, does she get a pet? No. (laughs) Mm, I'm hoping this pet gets on the cover here. Well,
2: he was... Me on the ride over that. That's one of the things about cozy mysteries; they have to have a pet, and I just i I don't understand yeah. it. It's, so it's just it's
1: basically just a it's a genre convention, all right. You know, it, it. I'll explain it to you this way, Molly. The Ramones played with guitars, bass, <laughs> and drums, yeah. loud and fast. Yeah. When they veer off of that, people tend to think it's like, oh, this doesn't quite sound like what the Ramones normally sound like. That's what that is. Mine is closer to the Danny says. Okay. of the Ramones oeuvre everyone who understands that you're great this is
2: very typical that Philip has to explain everything <laughs> to me I'm in sorry. a Ramones yeah. way yeah. Right. in terms of Ramones and then I'm like oh yeah oh yeah it. now
0: I get it yeah well if you ever incorporate a pet I'm gonna throw this out here uh, Mr. Tingles is the name of <laughs> oh, the pet. Oh, that's... Okay, great. And maybe the pet actually has a power too. I was gonna say that too. should have... Yeah, then maybe it's a whole it's Sabrina a whole the Teenage thing. Witch situation. Yeah, very we got. nice. Yeah, Mr. Well, Tingles. I, I just
2: want to say I haven't read Philip's book yet, but I've known No one
0: for a long has. It, doesn't come, it, <laughs> it doesn't come out to September. It
2: doesn't come out to September, but I've known Philip for a very long time and he is by far one of my favorite comedians. Great. So I, I would say to anybody listening, it's probably worth picking up this book because I bet it's gonna be pretty funny
3: yeah
0: i just started Absolutely. reading about a week ago okay be, oh because at, at we, all but yes <laughs> well, behind this curtain by the way this this curtain is up because when i do zoom this is the curtain oh yeah behind there's bookshelves and stuff but all my books are back there um uh we pulled the plug on Directv.
1: we've mm, been we've okay. been wanting
0: to do it for years and then i'm just so like, proud of you we're just doing it and so i've been reading uh, books since we pulled the plug. Who yeah. knew? Who knew?
1: <laughs> They're only a million years I old. I know. Yeah, yeah.
0: So no, uh it's nice. well, this is fantastic. Yeah. And I know that when this episode drops, the book comes out in September. This episode will probably drop sometime in August. And we're gonna give away like four copies of the book. That'd be great. Four yeah. four hard copies. Can, you'll sign get, these, you'll I, say, Love will, Mr. Tingles.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh my god. That's great. Mr. Tingles, <laughs> wink wink, you know what you're what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah yeah uh and i and i can also get uh if you go to philipmatas.com i can also get you coupons for a digital copy
0: now you should spell your name because you have a thank there's you. many ways to spell philip and no one knows how to spell matas so
1: philip is spelled the right way uh p-h-i-l-l-i-p okay m-o-t-t-a-z like zebra.com.com
0: all right terrific find me there now, Molly, throughout the show, if you have anything you want to promote, anything you want to talk about, just throw it in there. But let's, right now, <laughs> yeah. get yeah. into this topic. Let's dive. So, sometimes when someone wants to come on the show and promote a book or, or promote whatever they're doing, I just figure out just some easy way that we can just wedge music into it. So, again, this is called uh, Books and Music or Music and Books, whatever I said earlier. That's what it is. <laughs> and so, so
1: locked in stone, Mr. Tingles.
0: I just said we would, we would play songs by... Artists who, uh, like music artists who might have an autobiography out, yeah. or 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 whatever you want, however you wanted to wedge it in. So yeah, that's yeah. what we're doing.
1: Involves involves music, music and, and books. books. Yes, look, that's it,
0: and that's what we're gonna do. Now, since nice. uh, Philip, you've been talking so much. I'm letting Molly go yeah, first. Go, of course, yeah. <laughs> She she's takes a big drink of her, of her fancy Perrier.
1: <laughs> Only the fanciest. She didn't water want for the me.
0: vodka, but she's gonna have the.
1: <laughs> Wait, that's vodka. Yeah. What
0: if it was? What if That'd I just? What if that's what they do? I just put vodka. I'd and have go, new respect and I for I tell you. It's water. So
1: the next time you have two guests, you should have make two waters, one vodka, and just Russian oh, roulette. And just yeah, Russian, Russian vodka yeah.
0: roulette. That would be amazing. And yeah. you did, and you got it, and you can't like half-ass. No, you have everybody to like gulp, at once. Take a big gulp. That yeah, would be so good. Right. Okay, nothing Molly. illegal about that.
2: No, no nothing. I would have no problem with it. Nothing,
0: <laughs> hey, unless there's children on the show. <laughs> all right, <laughs> Molly, new. silly. There's three <laughs> three children right here, right now. Go ahead, Molly. What's your first song? Tell us how it relates to books and and all that good stuff.
2: Um, what is my first song? I I didn't even uh bring my list with me, but um, can the, you look
0: it up on your phone? Yeah,
2: absolutely. Um, I can tell you right now, Didi Dee Dee Ramon. Yes. Uh, Wrote a, so basically like every Ramon wrote a memoir, except for Joey pretty much. And I've read all of them. Um, (laughs) And so I'm starting with um, Didi Ramon. He wrote a memoir and I chose Warthog because uh, there's just a couple of songs that Didi sings on. This one I I love very much and I think uh, a lot of people consider it a a, a great
0: Ramon song. And from Too Tough to Die, 1984, here's some Warthog we yeah.
1: That one was definitely played by that Too Tough to Die group. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. That's absolutely. like why they formed.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I love this song too, because Too Tough to Die is considered like, you know, the the comeback album for their moans and it was supposed to be hard and fast and all that. And um that that song I think really is like sounds like their moans coming into this new kind of punk sound that they oh, were yeah. trying to harness and, and recapture their audience with. And uh, I don't know. we don't hear Didi Dee Dee enough, I don't think.
1: No. I want to jump on that and say that while it is a mess and maybe not the best <laughs> Ramones book, yeah, you and I going through Ramones book club yeah. were like that book is unique.
2: Oh, it is such a unique <laughs> memoir. You can't tell what is fiction and what isn't. There are stories in there that you're like, did that really happen? I don't care, you know. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, but it's Didi, Dee Dee, so you're like, it could have happened
2: exactly. Yeah, and I, then there's like just poems at some point.
1: And my favorite part, and I'm gonna mess it up a little. bit. It's like bit. a
0: manifesto, yeah. yeah. In a way,
1: there's my favorite part was when one of the times he goes to rehab and he's discussing like how it's just, it's awful. And he got stuck with this guy who smelled and he like worked out all the time and they made us eat and it was degrading and they made us play
0: volleyball. It was the worst. (laughs)
1: And I'm like, like, it's all like this. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So degrading to play volleyball. (laughs)
2: Yeah. But um, just in in general, for any Ramones fans out there, it is fascinating to read all of their memoirs kind of back to back because you get this really intense look at the group from all these different point of views and they're all totally different storytellers. Mm -hmm. So uh, I recommend if you like the Ramones, go read the books because it is just fascinating.
1: It is is the Rashomon effect of... The Ramones among. Yeah. Where you yeah. get multiple POVs of the same event. And there's yeah. other
0: there's other great books about the Ramones too, not just the yeah. ones that the that the no. members wrote. There's there's tons of uh of great books by the Ramones. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's stuff. what I wanted to say, and that's what I said. <laughs>
2: I'm, gonna, I'm <laughs> gonna hold you to it.
0: Now, I know you sent me you guys sent me these in a specific order, but you can play them in any order. You can play yeah, yeah, them cool. any any way you want to. Okay. I just want well, you know, to we're not so strict here.
1: Okay. Well, for mine, mine is also about a seminal New York band uh, with people who thought that maybe they were related, but they actually weren't, and they changed their names. Um, anybody who's read the Beastie Boys book, A, your arms are tired because it's it's enormous. Uh, like the band, it is an obnoxious size, um, but it's also awesome. Um, it's ri- it came out 2018- written by Mike D and Ad-Rock following the passing of MCA. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's awesome because it has, it tells the story, but they also like edited each other. Okay, So Mike D will write something and then there'll be an asterisk where Ad-Rock literally like either contradicts him or makes fun of him. Oh,
0: that's kind of fun. I like that a lot. Yeah, There's
1: comic books, there's recipes, there's pictures, there's essays from celebrities. Like Amy Poehler does the rundown of all the videos. It's great. That what sounds
2: about like very Beastie Boys? Is there
0: yeah. volleyball talk? Because that's, <laughs> that's degrading.
2: There might be. There
1: that's might be some. So degrading. But to the, to that point, one thing they do that's great is they started out as a quartet, uh, and and now I'm barbershop. Told, no, uh, no, they had they uh, a young woman was their drummer. Wow, and they excised her because they were told it was like we can't have women in the band, and and then they made an obnoxious party album, and then they kind of. Didn't like themselves because of that. Mm. So the song that I picked was. Why more- didn't
0: they bring the girl back then? I know. I, I call her a girl. I don't. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I don't know. They, she eventually. Dame. Where? Where'd yeah. the dame go? I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna look her up because now I'm kicking myself.
0: How are her pins? Her Did she have a nice set of pins?
1: Their <laughs> games out the wall.
0: Pins.
1: <laughs> I, I think it was because they started as a punk band. And they, you know, you have a drummer, but then they got into the early stages of rap and hip hop, and they're were like, "We're going to do this thing," and we, we kind of believe our own hype because we're making these party anthems. Yeah. We're making fun of, but they're also becoming those things. Yeah, they like they write a sincere apology to wow. her and have her fascinating. F- oh, it's it's great. But so the song that I picked is from the middle of their career mm-hmm. when they so they've gone through rap, they became big stars, but they also became what they hated. Yeah. Then they followed that up with Paul's boutique, where they're like, "We want to make more like this," and the world was kind of like, "Like, it <laughs> we didn't, don't want
0: that." <laughs> it didn't
1: do so great. So what they did was they went back to playing their own music, and incorporating everything. And this is from "Check Your Head." This
0: is Jimmy James. All righty.
3: This next one is.
0: Wait a minute! Oh, that is it. That is it. Oh, that you know what that confused me. Oh yeah. That's cheap trick. It is. That's part of why I picked it because Pat likes cheap trick. And, <laughs> and it confused me. You're yeah. such a Because I didn't listen to I didn't listen to the the songs before I just put them in. Oh man, I could have put them anything then. You could have. It could have said, fuck
1: you, Pat. And it'd be like what?
0: <laughs> okay, here we go.
4: This next one is the first song on our new mm-hmm. album.
1: I like that I picked the part where the only lyrics were cheap trick.
0: Yeah, I appreciate it. (laughs) This is going to sound obnoxious. Go for it. You can't have your phones on the table because it makes a hum with the the, uh, mics. I don't know why. Molly, get your stuff. Yeah, you would think. (laughs) And uh, you guys are going to have to do the rest of this from the car. Oh. If you could sign on to Zoom from the car. (laughs) Zoom. I'd prefer it. I would prefer that. I would prefer it (laughs) than being here, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Indoors. All right. My song is coming yeah. from Mr. Pete Townsend. Oh, wow. Okay. He wrote a book called Who I Am. And I can tell you who he is. He's a, he's a curmudgeon. <laughs>
3: that, <laughs> that is guy, he?
0: That guy doesn't have any fun at all. Aww. That book, I wow. read, I've said this a million times on the show, so I'm sorry. But I read Pete Townsend's autobiography back to back with- Rod Stewart's autobiography. Okay. And I read Pete's first. And it's just like, it's just a guy that doesn't have any fun. It's just like, it's always like uh, heavy and dire. And then Rod Stewart's book is like the exact opposite, just always having fun no matter what's happening. And it was, uh, it was, those were nice to read back to back. That makes me
2: really want to read Rod Stewart's uh, (laughs) autobiography.
0: It's so much fun. Yeah. So I chose a song off of uh, one of Pete's solo albums called Empty Glass and this song is called A Little Is Enough. those we were not expecting that. No, huh? how about that? I was
4: not expecting how that How about
0: that? I don't even know what instrument that is. Is that a slide whistle? And flute? I don't I, know. I only want to hear that instrument from <laughs> now on. I was just
1: about to ask, because that sounds like a Who song. Yeah. Right. It's always f- interesting when an artist from a group goes and does a solo track, and I'm like... But you just did a Who Song and I wonder if they're like, We're not doing that bloody flute song, are we? It's like, I am I am. I'm saving it for me.
2: Why I just my question is why is Pete Townsend so mad? Like what
0: He's just a heavy, you know, serious dude. He just doesn't it was a great book, but it was just like so much like, Oh, Jesus, lighten up. Yeah. Do a windmill, jump up and down. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Do some more drugs, something. Yeah, do um, some more drugs, man. As that before you guys came, I was at the kitchen table and I was eating some uh, tortilla chips. And when that song was playing, my hand went up here and I just touched my shoulder and and I had I had crumbs on my shoulder. <laughs> I might not know how to eat. <laughs> <laughs> but how would I get crumbs on my shoulder? I don't That's know. Very strange.
1: Okay. that sounds like a Pete Townsend lyric.
0: <laughs> yeah, <that laughs> might, yes. <laughs> so how would I get crumbs on my yeah. shoulder? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Molly, we're back oh, to you. Man. And Molly Molly yeah. did send me in an email. She goes, can I just play all Ramon songs? And I said, yes, I don't care what you do. I mean, <laughs> and, I care. And so
2: guess what, guys? <laughs> what do we got next? My next one is um, Marky Ramon wrote a book, and it's called Punk Rock Blitzkrieg. And so uh, I... I actually loved Marky Ramone's mm-hmm. book. Yeah. It's a comeback tale. You know, it's he's at one point, he's like a, a bike messenger in New York City. Wow. And getting he's clean yeah, yeah, getting clean at that time. After he's been in the Ramones and they freaking <laughs> dumped him and didn't even tell him. And ever the whole world <laughs> knew after they did that album cover where he's like sitting in a window in the subway and yes. the band's like off to one side. And, so everybody and knows that he's getting dumped yeah. but him. And then he's a bike messenger, and then they invite him him back and they're like marky we need you and he's like yes i'm sober and i'm ready to t- i mean it's a great that story is cool. that is it's cool. such a good story i highly recommend it um i picked i want to be sedated off a of road to ruin I think,
0: I think i, I think i'm gonna say that i heard ago. of heard it
2: i heard of it um i want to be sedated so you know the 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 drum tracks on this because he was the drummer i think are just smashing it's one of those songs you've heard a million times and you cannot get enough of nope, I and i never get sick of it this is this take it away
0: here we go why I want to play come on
4: Real tight. I still yeah.
0: get
2: chills when I hear this you song. You should.
0: That's what great music does to you.
2: Oh man. The this and the video is so good. You could watch it's it a the million one, times. Right? It's so fun. It's the one like
1: the song for them. Yeah. I feel like it is. Like, the pinnacle song. Like
0: everyone should know that. Everyone should like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Every, yeah, my
2: mom listens to that song. She's like, it's it's nice. I yeah. like it.
0: Yeah. How old's your mom? What'd you say? How old is your mom?
2: Oh, uh, my mom is, let's see, sixty-two. All right.
1: If you would like to hear her she does make an appearance on our show.
2: She Ooh. guesses a guest to on to talk episode, ab- yeah. to talk
1: about uh, sitting in my room and smash you.
2: What I love Where is, is that you want to talk about a back
1: to back. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, right. Nice. Yeah, I, re- I totally remember because of what we had to talk about. Yeah, weather.
2: smash you, which is basically like. <laughs> I'm gonna hit a girl <laughs> a song from the remote. It's like great guys. Yeah. Smashing
0: is different now though.
2: Yeah, she,
1: well right? Yeah, you even mentioned that there. Yeah. We were like, they might be mentioning
0: that it was like they didn't no, invent that. That no, is no, absolutely not They're what talking that's about. about beating her up. Yeah. 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 Again, so we lir- lyrics have lyrics that haven't aged well.
2: Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm closer in age to Molly's mom than I am to Molly.
2: My Probably. mom had me when she was very young.
0: Well, I'm not, I'm not casting aspersions on her. I don't don't care. You know, if she was a, if she was a loose lady, I don't care. She's living a great, (laughs) she's living a great podcast guest host life. Yeah. I mean, come on. Where does your mom reside? Uh, She lives in Florida, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Is she single?
2: No, she's been with the same man for a long time. I'm Are they sorry married?
0: <laughs> Are they married? No. Well, she's waiting to be single Then I'm send some of my single buddies down to Florida.
2: Well, she does have a plan for when he dies already, so. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, she not told me wh- she's gonna, she's going to move into the woods by herself.
1: Oh, wow. well, I don't yeah. know about that. And then When not how?
2: No, she's like when he dies, I'm going to live in the woods. And I said, "Okay, cool." All right,
0: more manifesto talk here what? on Rock Solid. <laughs> yeah. All That's right. Philip, you're up.
1: Yeah, um uh, the next one I picked is actually from Duff McKagan. Ooh. Um, so special shout out to my wife. Duff McKagan is her pride and joy in Guns N' Roses. Really? Her favorite member.
3: That is funny. If, if you
1: looking at me, now it makes a lot more sense, right? She didn't go for Axel. She didn't go for Slash. <laughs> she went for the Duff McKagan of people.
0: Duff's kind of cool, though. Like, he got he got clean and sober, so and, and he got in shape, and he he's he's a good looking dude. He has a, a book
1: uh, called It's So Easy, uh, that I felt is comparable to the Marky Ramone book, actually, oh. because, A, he had a lot of touchstones in the punk and wor- and music world uh, pre his big break. Mm-hmm. And then in the big break, those stories are interesting, yeah. to say the least. Sure. And then, yeah, then he gets in really bad shape, and then he works his way back up, and now he's written a couple books, and he's also like a financial investor. I might be messing this up, but because he's from Seattle... He has like a Forrest Gump connection where he's like, I invested in this little coffee company from Seattle, which turned out to be Starbucks. What? Wow. Yeah. I mean, he has like a couple stories like that. Yeah. You're like, you've done all right, Duff McKagan. Yeah. Good, for, good you. for you. Yeah.
0: In the heyday of Guns N' Roses, he was bloated and lo- he yeah. pasty and looked terrible. Like, so when he reemerged healthy, I was like, doesn't even look like the same no. guy. No. 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 That makes
2: me want to read that Duff McKagan book. It actually,
0: it's
1: very good. I loan it to you.
2: I don't read a, a ton, honestly. I have to read some for work, um, but I do love a good, you know, memoir yeah, from his, rock stars. It's like, rock who bio. else do you want to read? His, that, his, his oh, is well written. Yeah, yeah. It's,
1: it's good. And and my song is one that I guess he, I think, co-wrote uh, from 1991. It's called "Dustin Bones."
0: Like it? I love
1: it. Not not someone's name, Dustin Bones. Although, why not? Pretty good. Day. I think the co-writer oh, sorry, You, mean, you like can commentary. talk over it, yeah.
0: you're fine I think the co-writer is Izzy Stradlin This is one of their like. Yeah, this sounds like an Izzy groove Yeah, for sure. jangly I
3: like this Oh
0: yeah Izzy's They need Izzy in the band really and, did. I, you know, if they're gonna make new music I wish they would get Izzy back For his songwriting skills so. Yeah.
1: He, uh, yeah, but I think they uh, It's been a while since I read Duff's book But it talks a lot about that And yeah, it's it's
0: it's worth the read. It's a good one. Check them what, out. What's I do it called? Want to check
1: it out. It's so easy. Is it called Duffin Bones? Duffin Bones. I li- so what's hilarious is it's Guns and Roses, and they called this Dust and Bones, and they have like a Prince thing where it's like we all, we always write the same symbol for that. We never write yeah. and. No. No and in this group. We refuse. Three chapters of his book is about how they ignore the word and.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, my list today. I went. Uh, I went. Guy girl. Guy girl. Nice. The oh, I, way like, down. That. I no like that. I like that. This is a brand new autobiography that just came out. I'm, uh, I've just been spot reading it. I haven't started at the beginning. Sometimes when I get one of these, I'll like flip through to a portion of their career that I want to read about or something yeah. specific. So this is a uh, Ricky Lee Jones. Oh, okay. And her book is called uh, Last Chance Texaco, which is also the name of the song mm. that I'm going to play from her first album from 1979. So this is Last Chance Texaco. I can't say it. Texaco.
4: Ran gas the of peace. And then the went dead
1: and the This actually mixes well With the Izzy Stradlin talk
0: <laughs> You know, it feels like that yeah. angly Rock Both heroin
1: addicts <laughs> so much in common
4: Your yeah. Trust the man you, you found the last it takes
3: it
1: I think I will admit that I—that that is a cultural gap for me. I don't know enough. Ricky Lee Jones. I'm going to check it out on the recommendation of this fine podcast.
0: <laughs> I, I had like her first four albums. And then in the past couple of years, I've done a, a deep dive because I've been trying to get her on the show. And I thought with this book coming out, that would be the time. And just, I just can't make it happen. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. I just can't.
1: No, but that sounds great.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good.
1: That soulful, like sort of enough country. Yeah. Like I'm not a big country guy, but yeah. when it's done right,
0: she's like jazzy and bluesy and yeah. and a little rock. Sometimes it's a, folky. It's all, it's all, she does a little bit it's of everything. Thing. Yeah. It's her thing. Her thing, man.
1: It's what she do.
0: Are we going to hear Ramones?
1: Hell
2: yeah, we are. <laughs> so Johnny Ramone wrote a memoir. I'm not sure he wrote it, but John it's Cummings. called, it's, it's John a, Cummings. It's John Cummings. It's called Commando. Um and I would say that this is the curmudgeon version of the POV oh, that is a
1: that is a harsh it, allegation it, it to throw
2: at so, Johnny Ramone this is the
0: Pete Townsend it definitely it is
2: it is so also like really cut and dry uh-huh. it's like I grew up I went to school I got in a band <laughs> <You Yeah. know?
1: laughs> yeah. it's like okay Johnny it also has the most pictures
0: yeah, yeah exactly, it, it, exactly yes it, but it's but yet yeah, it's a fun book it's, it's, it's great because so, it's, it's Johnny Ramone yeah.
2: and it's like yeah hell yeah um, so I picked, um, I don't want to go down to the basement. This is off their first album, the Ramones. And I picked it because, uh, Johnny did write it. And it's of course talking about how he doesn't want to do something, <laughs> 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 you know, you can't make me, I don't want to. Um, so I thought it was perfect for Johnny.
0: Now hold on because I picked the wrong side of the wrong that's fine. On my that's list. fine. I
2: can talk more about Johnny Ramone. Going. Um, you know, it's funny to think that Linda Ramon left
1: Joey for Johnny because Johnny seems so unfun. <laughs> I I, st- we spent so many years thinking about this yeah. and I've never quite made peace with it. I, I still yeah. haven't either. You know, um, either way, if she had gone from one to the other or vice versa. Yeah. It's like, so you're what is your
0: type? Right. <laughs> like <I And> can't- <laughs> Joey seems like he's more romantic, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Johnny it, doesn't seem romantic. He's no. so cold and sterile. No,
2: absolutely not. It's like dating a hippie and then dating like a drill sergeant. It's right. like know?
1: dating a hippie and then dating a Johnny an, Ramon. Angry Brick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, angry like it's, th- I can't add them up. They're barely the same species. It's so weird.
0: All right. I got the song, I Don't Want to Go Down in the Basement from the first Ramones album, 1976.
2: 76. Yeah we yeah.
1: So I have a tangential story that relates to this song and the Ramones, but this song features heavily in Archie Meets the Ramones, the comic book, book where through magic, hey, Sabrina, Sabrina the Teenage Witch does it, actually. Twice we're mentioning her. She sends the Archies to 1975, 76, New York, and they meet the Ramones and... The Archies play this song at one point when it's they. It's
2: great. Come back. I love that song because nobody really talks about that song, yeah. but it is off the first album, which is their huge, you know, yeah. revolutionary Big album. Break and flu- Breakthrough.
0: Breakthrough. I can't talk. You can. Break flu. That's not. A, that's, <laughs> not a, that's not a thing.
2: Mr. Tingles. Um, so I, 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 Every time I hear that song, I love that song. Me
0: too. Yeah, you were grooving. Molly was grooving. It
2: is just. It's got so much groove. Yeah. It's,
0: it's heavy groove.
2: Yeah. Under now, underrated.
0: Uh, Johnny's book has the funniest thing for me. He has lists in the book, like top 10 (laughs) this, top 10 that. His his top 10 favorite vocalists, Joey's not on the list.
2: I know. And I think he did that on purpose. Yeah,
0: the guy guy in his band, not on the list. Absolutely certain he did that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's exactly, it's almost like that should be the sample to know what you're getting into. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Like, he's going to talk about this, but here's what he thinks.
2: Yeah, (laughs) he's kind of an asshole. Just Just know it going in, you
1: know? Hey, speaking of assholes. Yeah. Have I got a book for you um uh I read it's it's funny, my wife knows me very well and she knows that I like to read uh music books uh but I wouldn't have necessarily said I want to read hard to Handle the Life and Death of the Black Crows by their drummer, yeah Steve Gorman I have it Have you read it
0: no. <laughs> I just started reading a couple weeks ago when we got right, <laughs> right, right, right. TV. Oh, well, you haven't yeah, you got a lot you got a lot of backlog. I actually haven't even leafed through that one, so so,
1: so you reminded me of it mm. when you said, you know, you spot check and want to look yeah. at things for their career. So something that you find with a lot of these bios is they take you all the way back to, you know, when I was in my mother's stomach and <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
4: they do. It's
1: not really that interesting. This guy, and maybe I wrote down the with Stephen Haydn, but he does what I feel like is great because it starts with him literally getting on the bus to go to Athens. Wow. So it was cool. like, he's already kind of formed and he, you know, he wants mm-hmm. to start a band, uh, but it's great. Um, and it like, I like the black crows, but I always had my suspicions of some of these things. And this guy in the Marky Ramon vein of like, I'm a little bit of an outsider, but I can tell you, ah, that guy is really trouble. And that guy's a lot of trouble. <laughs> uh, um, but there's a point, That is great where they get hooked up with Jimmy Page, uh, who is kind of like, you know, floating around without a tether, but then he hooks up with them and they click. And I mean, we can take it with a grain of salt, but Steve Gorman especially like builds a real friendship with this like idol of his. That's cool. Yeah. And it culminates in a way with them playing. They play a tour, um, but they recorded it at the Greek called Mm. Live in the Greek, Jimmy Page and Black Crows. And there's a well-done story in the book where they talk about them starting this song, Celebration Day, and the audience realizing what they're about to hear.
0: Oh, that's amazing.
1: And it's like it, like it, that opening riff and the crowd just kind of goes, oh, are we doing this? Yep. And then they do it.
0: Because if, if you don't know, Celebration Day, that's a Led Zeppelin song.
1: Yes, right. which is what they played. Let's hear it. because that's him like on so much adrenaline and it was like we are
4: rocking with Jimmy Page
0: (laughs) and when you play a Zeppelin song if you're the drummer you're in the the Uh shadow of John Bonham so it's no pressure (laughs) not at all my uh, my friend tells a story about uh, chris robinson uh, lead singer of the black crows he says he saw him on some interview show where he was like man i don't like all the trappings of the of the fame i just want to be able to blend in and go out my about my business and do what i want he said and then the next piece of footage they show is him walking off a private jet with a pig on a leash <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah so there's enough yeah. stories in this book that I don't <laughs> think they even have that. <laughs> yeah, there it, you go. It, it, but it's I highly recommend it because it it goes into just like a, a band that spanned a lot of years and had a lot of drama and too much of it is too familiar. But it's got really good stories. So put on that album and listen to this, and then hear what they could have been and what they were. And
0: hmm. yeah, and and the Robinsons are out on tour and not with not mm, with the other band no, members. No. Now.
1: No, that's about where it ends, I think, the book. Yeah. And that's even sad, too, because he's been there. He's one of the only other ones who was there from
0: the beginning. How do you get rid of your drummer? Jesus. And he's a great drummer.
1: Yeah, he seems really great. If his Uh, book is to be believed, he's fantastic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My next song is from Roger Daltrey's autobiography, which is called Thanks a Lot, Mr. Kibblewhite. And there's a part in the book where he says...
1: Rolls off the tongue. This is one of, <laughs> this is one of his
0: teachers, Mr. Kibblewhite, and at one point he tells him, he goes, he kicks him out of school, and he goes, something like, "Daltrey, you'll never be any, you'll never amount to anything." So it's thanks a lot, Mr. Kibblewhite. Oh, wow. that's hilarious. Yeah, I'm sure that guy's dead now because <laughs> Roger Daltrey's ninety. But um, <laughs> this is from 1984, a Roger Daltrey solo album. I'm ve- I'm not ve- I'm veering away from the Who songs because the books are about yeah, right solo. It's not a Who book. It's about Pete or it's about Roger. We
1: also have our corners here. We have Ramone's Corner over here. We yeah. have Tangential Who over yeah. here. We definitely we're, do. We're right.
0: This is a song called Parting Should Be Painless. This is about you and your roommate. <laughs> Molly.
4: It's easy <laughs> in the confidence of a-
1: Albums where it's a solo and he uses he has his celebrity friends or like people that he knows or the, is it?
0: probably yeah I'll look it up in a minute
1: yeah yeah
0: Parting should be painless yeah i always I always love that song the album's yeah. also called that's a great song Parting should be painless I don't really know much about their
2: solo stuff solo I guess stuff. yeah
0: it's it's uh, some of it's fantastic and some of it's you know it's okay, yeah <laughs> it's okay yeah, all
4: right,
0: you know <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to find out who plays on this though, before we move along. Okay. Absolutely. Sure show. Cuz it's funny when um, that happens can do it's our show. Oh. Uh no, this one is um yeah, it's just uh, you know, musicians, you know. Chris Chris Spedding, Mick Gallagher, Alan Schwartzberg. No, no like celebs. Alan Schwartzberg. It's Schwartzberg. Oh,
1: they Alan all sound <laughs> fictional.
0: Alan Schwartzberg catered it. He okay. was the caterer. It says,
1: "Who's it. <laughs> whom?" Well, he did, a, whom. He did uh, a great. He did great. He wonderful. we the best of the biz. Yeah. Is This a Schwartzberg spread. <laughs> <it>. Schwartzberg spread. <laughs>
0: Schwartzberg spread. That is genius. <laughs> Schwartzberg schmear. <laughs> Schwartzberg schmear.
1: Get some Vax tracks on the Schwartzberg.
0: <laughs> How many people stopped listening so far? <laughs> Molly, what's up? What do you got? You got oh a Ramon song?
1: You bet your ass, I do.
2: <laughs> All right, you'll like this one. Why? Because we actually Why? got to sit in when you what? interviewed huh? Richie Ramone.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Was Who, he cranky that day? Was he a little bit. He, I think. He didn't quite know what to make of everything. I
2: think he yeah. just didn't really understand. You yeah, know, I
0: mean. I like. I wanted to joke with him, but he didn't seem like he was had a. He didn't he seem to like joke. he was a
2: joking kind of guy. No, like he
0: doesn't suffer fools. Is that no, what? Uh, yes. Yeah, I'm a fool. <laughs> so, yeah, I think but we then, all are. But he brought a ton of swag and stuff that I. He brought t shirts and drumsticks and he, yeah. singles and and signed all the books for the fan for the wow. listeners. Yeah,
1: and yeah. he was, did. He. He did what he was supposed to do. Yeah, show more.
0: But he did his
2: thing, and he got yeah, the hell I mean, out of there. He, he
0: didn't leave and go fuck you and fuck the show. No, he just—he was just like—he wasn't—he wasn't, a, he wasn't, he wasn't a, warm.
2: He was exactly—he was cold. Yeah, he was, he was very, very cold, cold. Wow. <laughs> and stiff. Um, <laughs> but it was just a joy to be in the room with him. So thank you for having yeah, us well, that day. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, his book is called "I Know Better Now: My Life Before, During, and After the Ramones." And so I picked uh, the song "I Know Better Now." That he wrote from Halfway to Sanity.
0: Yeah, those Richie albums are slamming. Those are heavy. They are. Heavy. Yeah, they're heavy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, yeah, he he, he seemed like a heavy kind of guy.
0: Yeah, he did. You know. And he was super he was a lot taller than I thought he was. Oh, he
2: was, yeah, he was ginormous. He was so long.
0: We should have yeah. covered this, but I
1: bet he's like second tallest Ramon right? Oh, he, Easily. he Joey's your center. Yeah, he's your power yeah, forward. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And he's sitting and still tall as as tall as Johnny. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yes. But I want to say about Richie's book. He did like start like in his mother's stomach, and yes. then he like talks about grade school and you're like Richie. Nobody's no here for this. About
0: okay? <laughs> okay, talk <laughs> about the t-shirt money. It, it <laughs> is,
1: yeah, <laughs> it is. It is a trope of the rock bio genre. Like, I don't know who do told these guys that
2: yeah. anybody cares about this. But it anyway, might,
1: the only and this is weird, but the only time that was. R- like memorable for me was in Keith Richards' book, which is also like too long, but it's mostly the, the fact that he's like, he grew up and like bombed out England after mm. World War II. Yeah. So it's like kind of historically interesting. Yeah, but, yeah. But not everybody grew up and bombed out England.
0: Yeah, no. He talks about it, that in the chapter that's called, <laughs> 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 um, The
3: uh,
0: you know what bums me out? I wish on the Ramones website, I wish they would make a t-shirt that has the Richie era and a T-shirt that has the um, the, the, uh, the Markey era. Markey era, yeah, sure. I mean, you know, the classic logo with with Tommy, and then one with Marky and then yeah. with, and then with CJ. Like people would buy those, of course. There's, it's a weird thing. They're missing the boat on the on doing those. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah.
1: I think we may have even talked about this years ago when we were in this room about if they had lived, would they get together? You know, like would they reunite and whatever? And I wonder how much of that is just like the legacy of those rifts. Yeah. Rifts against well, each other. Like, I, no, no, it's this. I can tell yeah. you
2: that the estates are driving the decisions at mm-hmm. this point. Yes. And so, Marky's estate and Richie's estate, they probably don't have any power right. in the you know. So,
0: but just the, the Ramones, whoever owns that yeah. stuff should be making those, all the classic um, logo with all the uh what do i want to say the uh
1: all the, the members
0: uh, like all every the, lineup all the lineups yeah. all the lineups yes yeah, yeah. It'd be great of it'd be course because then you can fly your flag i loved richie the best so i'm gonna buy that richie Definitely. t-shirt also
2: it would be fun to have like just drummers you know oh my god just <laughs> yeah yeah up.
1: that's a good That'd idea cool. it's a drum in the middle instead of the eagle yeah with like a couple wings and then yeah tommy marky richie elvis
0: you're missing the boat. I forgot. There's um, like they
1: hate T-shirts. Who's the
0: yeah. Who's the guy that played um, Bilbo Baggins in the movie? What's his name? Oh, Martin, Sean
1: Astin. Uh, Martin Freeman. Martin. Oh, Freeman. Martin Freeman. Sure.
0: Was it him? He's on a he's on a talk show. Have yes, you seen and he it?
1: Bu- and he busts the guy yeah, for the, wearing the a guy Ramone interviewing
0: shirt. is wearing a Ramon shirt. Shirt, and he says, "Do you like the Ramones?" And the guy's like, "Yeah." He's like, what's your favorite album? What's your favorite song? And the guy just doesn't. And
1: I want to say he even asked some. Him- like, name some. Yeah, and They're literally some. on his shirt. Yeah, you can't.
0: It's just like, he just points the guy out. You're just a poser. You're just wearing a Ramon shirt. Yeah. Just because you think it's cool to wear a Ramon shirt.
1: Not entirely wrong,
0: but. Yeah. You know. yeah. 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 I wear a Mr. Tingle shirt. I'm all in on Mr. Tingle. <laughs> I'm all uh, in on Mr. Tingle.
2: When's that, that merch coming? Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. We're up to your uh,
1: so we're fourth talking, song, My Phillip. fourth song. My fourth song. Um, My next one, I'm, I am switching it up. This is a YA. No, this so- is going to. So for Knee people up. who, no, 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 you're fine. <laughs> okay. uh, for people who do have kids, eventually <laughs> they read books yeah. and you sometimes also have to read those things. So this one is by Cecilia C. Perez from 2017. The book is called The First Rules of Punk and it's a young adult novel about uh, a young Latina girl who's going from Mexico to like a predominantly white neighborhood and she like doesn't fit in, but she likes music and her uncle hooks her up uh, with a certain band from the 70s who played loud and fast called the zeros mm. mm. there is california based they've been around forever and they have this interesting pedigree it's like the lead singer is related to sheila e and it's wow free. that's yeah, crazy yeah, it's it is um but if you want to switch up the ramones only slightly go with the zeros and i'm picking uh beat your heart out
0: it sounds like a ramones title
1: yeah. yeah No, it's really close.
0: Here we go. Beat your heart out.
4: You can yeah. love you don't care. with the I got this.
0: That's quite a Joey delivery there on oh, the yeah, chorus. Yeah. yeah, absolutely.
4: But I
2: liked it. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's good.
1: It's all like that. It's this. I mean, it. It. From what I've heard. Yeah. Not, I don't have a Zeros podcast or anything. But <laughs>
0: <Well>. not yet. <laughs> not yet. You should. You should. Everyone should.
1: I would like to do. I. I once thought it would be fun to do a group who only released like one album. You know, like Sex Pistols. Twelve. Yeah, twelve episodes and we're out. Yep. Done. That's it damn Yankees. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
0: they've actually have two.
1: Oh, crap. Well, forget it. I That's know. strike two against them. We
0: did an episode <laughs> called one and done where we just, uh, it was yeah. all bands that just had one album. That's nice. fun. Yeah. 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 Look it up people. It's out there. Um, <laughs> This next artist was actually uh, my guest in December uh, via Zoom, Liz Fair. Oh, Yay. love!
1: I love the interview. I've heard and that I, love Liz I Fair. purposely sought out that interview. Yeah, it's great. It was she great.
0: was uh, she was so much fun. She didn't want to talk about her career. She and I said, "Well, does she would she just talk about the holidays and Christmas music?" And they were like, "Let me check." And then they got right back to me. Yeah, she'll do that. Awesome. But sadly, she promised that she would come back on when the new album came out, and she switched. PR people. Oh. So I reached out to them and I was like, hey, Liz was on December. She said she'd come back to, and they were just like, just
1: dicks. Silent. Just Aww. dicks.
0: No, they go, Not even- that can't happen.
1: Oh, come on. I was like,
0: all right. She was already on and she said she would come back. Yeah. yeah. Like, I know that they haven't told her. They haven't even reached, you know what I mean? It's yeah, one yeah, of those yeah. things, the gatekeepers. Yeah. But this is from her just released album called Soberish. This is, I believe, this is the first track on the album. This is called Spanish Doors. Something
3: wrong You take my
4: hand I play alone But I can tell it's bad I don't want to talk about it
3: Cause talking about it makes me sad
4: Why would I agree to something like that? Pushing past the table, spilling See, I don't want to see anybody I know. I don't want to be
0: anywhere that you and I used to go. It's so bittersweet, I mean, I'm not about it. Don't, about it. don't, it don't, it. don't be scared. Great album. I recommend it. I got to tell
2: you I love Liz yeah. Ferrer oh, yeah. and and her albums were anthems for us for yeah. I mean, we wore them out. <clears
3: <clears
0: <throat> Yeah, she's great. I love her, uh, and I thought uh, I thought she was really fun on the show. I yeah. thought we actually had fun, and she connected with me, and yeah. I connected with her. And uh, I'm still trying though. I don't take no for an answer. I just keep. Asking. Also, it
2: doesn't make any sense. They don't want more people to know or like to hear. <laughs> Not music lovers. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. People who are interested
1: in the artist. It's always it's, it's
0: always strange how. It, what i don't know what the inner workings are of of pr sometimes but i
1: there's just still time
0: yeah yeah i agree it just came out a couple weeks ago there's still time we got a bugger about it all right this now this is I, your this is your last ramon song but then you have three other songs that we're going to hear but this is your last ramon song okay you I mean, have I only can, one in the team <laughs> well, what <are> you doing? <laughs> oh, i'm sorry i'm i'm you can play no you can it's do whatever fine you want. I, I'm no we joking.
2: gotta round it out so um this is monty a melnick
3: Oh, yeah. Was
2: the um, band manager, like road tour manager guy. And, you know, they'd always talk about how they'd pick on him and do pranks on him Mm -hmm. and, you know, just make him feel like crap. But he wrote a book about being on tour with Ramones, and I think it's the funnest one. It the, might be the best one because, like, it's like a lot of pictures yeah. and fun stories, and but you know, it has enough
1: of that outsider perspective. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. There's nothing you know too personal about it. It's just like a real fun look at the band, and does I that ha- have
0: like the cartoon drawing? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
2: It's it's a it's a great read. Like, it really is fun. Um, and I picked um Danny says from End of the Century because well, first of all, it's a fantastic song, and I hope it's that through the five songs that I've chosen here today by the Ramones you get a real sense of their you know well-roundedness yes, as but a they band. Don't
0: all sound the same, Thank which you. is what I hate when people say that. Exactly. I hate it.
2: Exactly. And this I song I think really shows off their um their abilities and it's about them sort of being on tour. That's why I picked it their way from home. So um from end of the century, a very uh an album that gets a lot of debate because a, yeah. a lot of Moans fans don't like this album. It was the um, Phil Spector album. You didn't do
1: the same thing again.
2: Right, but I think that there are some songs on this album that are just instant classics, and Danny Says is one of them.
0: Seconded. Thirded. Thirded. we gotta
4: go, we gotta go to Idaho.
1: So good. Way back machine here, but Molly and I had John Ross Bowie on our show. Oh, terrific! Uh, yeah, for that song. Yep. And I remember us playing it. It was in my dining room. Yep. But us playing. He came it. to your house. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And cool. we all are all listening to it. And on that part, all three of us do the mm-hmm. together because we're like,
2: "That's what you it's do at so this song." It's so it's good. So good. And I highly recommend. I saw that they're doing of uh, four chords and a gun, three oh, chords and a gun, four chords, four in chords a and good. a gun. Uh, They're doing the show again somewhere. Okay. And I just want to say to this audience, if you have a chance to see John Ross Bowie's uh, play play about the Ramones called Four Chords and a Gun, you should go check it out because it's absolutely fantastic. And
0: also listen to our episode with, uh, we did a full Ramones episode with John Ross Bowie. He's just such a nice guy. He's such a nice
1: guy. Such a great guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Came to your house. That's cool. Were you nervous?
1: Uh, You know what? Uh, So this is the most Hollywood part of it. My wife had seen a preview of his show. Okay. Um, and was talking about how much he, she liked it, but I didn't put the two together. And then he came. And then when he was leaving, she walked by and said, hello. And she's like, Oh my God, that guy played the dad on the show. And I'm like, <laughs> John, <laughs> yeah. my friend, John, my, my buddy, friend, my buddy, John. No, he's great.
0: Yeah. He's, really cool. Down to earth. Great. Yeah. Guy. yeah. No, uh, no Hollywood stuff. with No, super
1: nice. Guy. So I'm going to talk about Hollywood stuff. I love Hollywood go. stuff. Love That's why, it. why we're all we here. I'm here. I'm here to recommend books. Some people may have just started reading. <laughs> uh, I know one of those. Are you? Pat, are you familiar with the uh, the Continuum thirty three and a third series?
0: Um, yes, yes, yes. I think I have. A, I have a Kinks one and maybe a Tom Petty. Yeah. One. yeah.
1: The, the, for those of you who don't know, they're basically like one writer will write about an album that they usually love.
0: Yep. Some some are good. Some are go- some it's, yeah, are mileage varies. Not yes,
1: but one that I really liked is the most thought PC of it. Um, this is by a guy named. Let me get his name right. Carl Wilson not the Beach Boy, Carl Wilson. Oh, from the Beach
3: Boys. (laughs) (laughs) From
1: 2007, this guy's like a a self-proclaimed music snob, right? Uh, He writes about Celine Dion's Let's Talk About Love. And the book is kind of fascinating because it's a person challenging his own tastes, how he made his tastes, and basically asking the question of like, if I'm supposed to be the expert and I hate this, and yet this sold a, sold a bajillion copies. Right, mm-hmm. right, What's weird? And uh, so I highly recommend that book. Don't know about the music. But yeah. we're going to play one of the five songs that has the word love in the title. Okay. And that's not including the Titanic theme. That doesn't even have love in the title. Uh, this is called Just a Little Bit
0: of Love. And the voice is undeniable. I mean... Right? It's, yeah. You don't have a Vegas residency for 30 years without being great. It's, that's part of what it deals
1: with is the idea of like, what is it about us that we bring to music because of, now we think it says something about us or it does or doesn't, and just challenging that. And I'm not gonna spoil the book, but they end up falling in love. No. Uh, (laughs) No, it's, 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 I've read a bunch of those books and I agree. The quality varies, you know, to a certain degree but this was interesting as like this is like a guy putting himself through the ringer almost yeah that's pretty
0: cool that's yeah, pretty yeah. cool alright let's hear a little bit of uh, Celine Dion she's Canadian
1: words we've probably never I did said not here.
2: expect the yeah. no I
1: checked this is probably the most disco y dancy song on the album. The rest is all like your heart will go on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Ollie rolling her eyes yeah. out of her head down the hall.
2: I I I'm standing in the I got the power This is a Donna Summer song, right? it definitely right. It makes it.
4: you feel great. Yeah, yeah,
1: I'm grooving. I'm moving, I'm grooving. <laughs>
0: I'm moving, I'm grooving. I bet even Richie Ramone would groove to that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the test when we get him mm. back here. Yeah. Yeah, right. Just yes. like, <laughs> play it low and be like, what's that? What is that?
0: I've reached out for Marky a bunch of times and just no interest. Marky is elusive.
2: What? We we try to reach out to him too a couple
1: of different weird. times.
0: Yeah. All right, well, what are you going to do?
1: You now, should, I'm not going to put you on the spot, but we had CJ on the show. He's not so elusive. Not Doesn't have a book yet. Yeah. But I mean.
0: He probably will though. I, I hope I'll, so. I'll wait till he has a book and then yeah, I'll yeah, reach I would out. love to read CJ's book. Yeah. There's talk
1: of him, he's talked about retiring. He's From, doing that Quentin Tarantino thing where he projects, it was like one more album and he, I'm out or something. Yeah. But.
0: All right, because he still makes solo music. He still makes yep. solo
1: music.
2: Yeah, we saw him in concert. He was great. And,
0: and does he play a bunch of Ramones stuff? At too? the yeah.
2: end, at the end, yeah.
0: Yeah. Because he, he was a lead vocalist of the Ramones. Yeah. I mean, he sang no, a lot, he's, he sang a lot he's, of songs during he's his great. tenure.
2: He he definitely has his own music. Um, It's, you know, it sounds a lot like
1: the Ramones. Mm-hmm. But I it's mean, if, great. You, if you were listening to the zeros a couple minutes ago, we're like more of that. It was like, yeah, check out the Richie, the, the Richie, stuff. CJ, Richie stuff, too. But the CJ stuff is yeah. like, yeah, this is like it is. He's interesting in that he comes at it later where he wants them to be like a little more like boppy mm-hmm. like they were instead yeah. of the hard and fast. So his albums are a little more boppy. Mm-hmm. It's like if I were in charge, that's instead of that guy oh, I would do this. And <laughs> yeah, they're they're good. They're, they're great. If you like the Ramones, they're (laughs) up your alley.
0: My next song couldn't be further from Celine Dion. Okay. Okay. Thank God. This is Bruce Dickinson, the lead (laughs) singer of Iron Maiden. (laughs) Yes. Yes. He has solo albums. He has an autobiography called, What Does This Button Do? Because he says he's always one of those guys that's like, what is that? And just touch whatever. And and, uh, there's a lot of cool stuff in this book because he had throat cancer and he talks about in order to sleep, he would have to take like paper towels and wad them up with what's the with chloroseptic until they were just dripping wet with chloroseptic wow. and then tuck that back down in his the back of his throat. So Holy he could, crap. I know it's just amazing. And I, you know, I've seen That's metal as hell. I've, yeah, that is metal as <laughs> yeah. hell. And I just saw Iron Maiden uh last year and he sounded great and looked great and running around and it was great. How many times can I say the word great? Great, great. he was great. Uh, So this is from his first solo album Called Tattoo Millionaire From 1990 And this is kind of making fun of like Of like the people that were like the members of Guns N' Roses And stuff He's basically saying I don't want to be a tattooed millionaire And he talks about all the trappings of Keeping up that look So here we go Solo, Bruce Dickinson
2: It kind of reminds me of, like, uh, uh, Van Hagar.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. You know? Yeah, his um, Sounds a like Brian s- Johnson, too. Yeah, yeah. And his solo, this album especially, isn't doesn't sound like Iron Maiden. It's a little more uh, heavy pop rock type okay. of stuff. But anyway.
1: But, I mean, that's also- Sometimes you wonder, like, if you're just going to make- like Keith, I'm not back on Keith Richards, yeah. but I mean like his solo albums are basically like the Stones albums that don't have Mick Jagger. Singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like <laughs> I, well, I mean, great, but you know, yeah. I always wonder
0: that too. Like uh, I got right, like Lou Graham from Foreigner. He he, when he did a solo album, I'm like this is just like a Foreigner. album. Couldn't you just so get the so other guys? Yeah. Why don't you just like if you're gonna do a solo album, then yeah. really go out of the box and do something different. Otherwise, yeah. you're gonna piss your your bandmates off because yeah, they're gonna right. be why'd you do that? Yeah, we could have done that. Right. So. Molly. Yeah, I know. Molly's out of Ramones Well I, there was
2: out. a 33 and a third book About oh, yeah. the Ramones And um, I didn't and I should have but I didn't
1: No no if, if you want the rundown on the books we read Molly I have that
2: <laughs> That's okay <laughs> They can go back and re-listen to our episodes, Ramones <laughs> of the Day, mm-hmm. on all platforms, but um, SoundCloud and Verbal,
4: <laughs> there you go,
2: um, are the two you should check it out on. Yeah. Um, okay, so the next book I, I read, um, Our Band Could Be Your Life. Yes, it's a fantastic book, and it's basically about you know the punk rock scene, um, and it just it covers a bunch of punk rock bands. And I I think I read this when I was like in my early twenties, maybe I want to say, or somewhere around there. And I just loved the book and it's almost like you're kind of in the scene. I mean, they really they really go into these bands that we all love, but um one of my other favorite all-time bands is Sonic Youth. I'm obsessed with Sonic Youth. Um I love their particular brand of noise. I I picked a song off their first album The World Looks Red, which is like The World Looks Red is like the most melodic song on the album, I think. <laughs> it's like the least noisy even though it's so noisy, and I love this album because they they do a particular kind of noise and i think it must have been really hard to be a sonic youth fan in the beginning like this is the only album you have and you just have to trust that they're going to mature into something a little bit bigger but oh man it, it's like if you like this noise you just lock in the whole album sounds like this too it's like all the same all right. but uh
0: all right here we go the world looks red <sighs> that's p townsend playing that <laughs> part <there. laughs>
2: Bring in the flute
0: yep.
1: I, I i am not a as long a uh sonic youth fan as you are but i got into them more recently and i get what oh, you're man. saying and i love how you said if you like this noise yeah which i mean is like breaking down music in a way it's yeah. like if you like this noise then you like iron maiden if you like this noise
2: yeah. then you'll like then you like that yeah but they do the same thing throughout their whole career. They just find new ways to like to make it more nuanced. And so, I don't know if you guys have heard their album Nurse.
0: I have not. Oh, it, no. or, what's it called? The, NYC where, Nurse.
2: Where I think. Or, are we in the? Scope? Um, so this is the the song we just plays off their very first right. album. And then Nurse is like they're almost done. You know, okay. they've only got like one or two more, and then they're gonna break up. But um. I'm just I'm obsessed with Sonic Youth. I don't know what it is. They they play the <laughs> right it. noise for my brain, and yeah. ever since I was 16, I just got it. You know,
1: there's something to. So I I'll I'll relate to you twice here. Yeah. Um, I was gonna pick a Sonic Youth song too because I had "Girl in a Band." Yeah. Uh, written by Kim. Right. Right. Um, I also have an R band could be your life, thing. But yeah. I think there it's is great some, book. It's yeah. Fantastic yeah. book. But I think there is something about them where they're just like, it's almost. I don't know. I'm gonna speak for you, and you tell me whether I'm sure. Right. But I almost slap it out of your mouth. I, I like, <laughs> as some sort of artist in some way, there is something admirable about seeing someone just get up there and do their thing, and I don't care what anybody yeah. thinks about it. You're like, oh yeah, this. They don't give a shit. Yeah, and like that's. And the I point. like it. I oh, like that yeah, They like don't. It. <laughs> yeah.
2: But I mean, they were doing albums like in New York, where they were playing with jazz musicians, and yeah. like, I mean, they do cool shit, man.
1: Yeah. Uh, but my my band from, because uh, there's a ton of bands covered in that uh, yeah, book. Yeah, ton uh, of bands. Our band bands. could be your life. Um, my band is Fugazi. Yes. Um, I, which is another one. I was like, if you like this noise. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, 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 I went anti-Fugazi here where I'm going to use them to promote myself. But I am like the book that I'm here to promote. The Murderous haircut of the of the mayor of Bel Air.
0: Oh, I've heard that. I've heard good things. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, you should. Yeah, yeah, you should. Um, I'm doing it myself. I'm self producing it. Mm-hmm. I'm I self published it.
0: I want to say I'm looking at the cover. The cover is spectacular. It looks awesome. I, who man. did the artwork for that? Uh,
1: uh, uh, an artist that I got to know. Named you, S- wait, you got an artist to do the artwork? I did. So. If Smart anybody, call. If yeah. anybody goes into self-publishing, one thing you, the first thing they tell you is like, don't do your own cover. Mm. Yeah. You think you know. You don't know. N- you don't know.
0: Let me see the spine. Hold the spine up. The spine's beautiful. I like the
2: spine. It's l- yeah, I love the color it's choices. It's so good. It Let me yeah. see looks the back. It so classy. Ugh,
0: the back's terrible. <laughs> oh my God.
1: I know, but all you gotta see is the front. <laughs> that's true. And you can tear
0: the back cover you off. Tear the back cover off. You don't need it and use it as a bookmark. It's plenty thick. You can use it as
1: a bookmark, Whatever. Um, but, uh, I, I am sort of, I have this streak in me that maybe I'm picking up from trying to be like these guys. Right. So I'm like, okay, I'm doing this myself. Mm -hmm. And something I think I respected about Sonic Youth and respected about Fugazi is this. And a lot of those bands is this idea of, well, if I'm doing it myself, then I can actually do my own rules. Yeah, I am, I am personally choosing not to sell my book on amazon.com. Great. Um, here's the reason why. I know I'm not going to make a zillion dollars. Yeah. So why not I just do my little part of not support Lex Luthor going to space? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. You yeah. know, on top of everything else. And so that's, I feel like-
0: So does that mean that if, if someone orders that book from your website, you pack that up and send it yourself?
1: Uh, not just yet. Okay. Um, but uh, I ha- I mean, I'm not I'm not some total anti-capitalism person. Yeah. It is. It's gonna be on Apple, it's in Barnes and Noble and stuff like that. But it's really just a thing where like, if I can choose to do it where I want. Yeah. Seriously, guys, just talk to your local bookstore. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There, there's it, there's a world of options out there. I'm not going to make a zillion dollars on this. So if I'm not going to make a zillion, then why would I help the zillionaires? Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Can
0: I pay for that book with Dogecoin?
1: Uh, <laughs> Doge. 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 <laughs> the most radio DJ of Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh but yeah that's my that's my hippie spiel all
0: right and I, I picked it. Fugazi and I and picked and Fugazi
2: would love it that you're using them to sell your book that's
0: I'm sure exactly that what would, I that thought that I put it all really on t-shirts happy. for them. and <laughs> I feel like the the title character of this song is also was also that kind of a person yeah if yeah if we're thinking of the director John Cassavetes I think that's
1: who it's loosely based on
0: all right and the song is Cassavetes yes it is from, from the album In On The In... Kill
1: Taker yes here we go the guys <laughs>
0: a good groove. Yeah.
1: There, it, it, I think it might be even in that book where they talk about how they they wanted to mesh a bunch of things and one of them was Parliament Funk of And at first you're like, huh? And then you listen to a couple of them <laughs> and, and you're like, okay.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Well there's they put that part in there.
2: Sure. Now go Pat, for it. let me ask a question. Is Hi. this like your kind of music? Like do you get into these kind of like noisier bands? I feel like you're like Look, a more I, rock
0: and roll bluesy kind of guy. I have a I have a blind spot on a lot of these bands like Sonic Youth and Fugazi. But here's what I like. I like that when I have guest co-hosts on that they bring this music to the show because no one just wants to hear me talking about the same music i like you know what i mean so i like it to be well-rounded and i've enjoyed all the songs that you guys have played so far except for the ones that philip brought so no i'm kidding (laughs) fair (laughs) so no no i i like it i like when it's like this because um you know it's not boring yeah and uh, i'm glad
1: you asked because i i was as i was picking one i'm like I've listened to Pat's show. I'm like, I don't know how much Fugazi I've heard on this show. No, that's good. We <laughs> need, we
0: need it think. then. We need it here because my next song is from Carly Simon. Yeah.
1: So <laughs>
0: uh, Carly's, on, oh, you think, I thought I was joking. But no, oh, I'm not at all. Carly, I'm actually going to pull the curtain back on this thing. Carly Literally, Simon. I'm, I'm really going to pull the curtain <laughs> back. on. because okay. there amazing. Because oh. those are all my rock bios. Right oh, wow.
2: There. You've got a lot.
0: I do.
1: I do. It was because a very, for those not being able to see it, it was a dramatic reveal. There's
0: yeah. a lot of books. Are you here. kidding me? I got 17 GoPros in here. This whole thing, this is this is going out live right now. GoPros. But uh, Carly's book is called Boys in Trees. And I someone please, some listener, please make a sting that says like, you know, something like Pat's going to tell the same story again or something. <laughs> because I'm going to tell the story. Because I know that Philip and Molly don't know this story. I'm ready. Even though I've told it a million times. There's a part in Carly Simon's autobiography where she's- uh, she has, a, uh, do you call it a meeting? An appointment with her therapist. Yeah, and sure. she's late for the appointment and the appointment starts and she tells her therapist that she spent, I, I spent the night last night with uh, Warren Beatty. And she's telling all about the night and then the therapist stops her and says, I don't know how to tell you this, but I had a client earlier this morning that told me they spent the night with Warren Beatty last night.
2: Oh my God. And it's also,
0: it's also in the book that he doesn't spend the night. He uh, just lets you yeah, go yeah. and then yeah. there's somebody else. Mm-hmm. The yeah. only oh.
1: surprising part is that it's not surprising from what I've heard about Warren Beatty. Right. Not surprising wow. at all.
0: So Your
2: Therapist told you. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: God. Can you allow me to stop you for a second. Warren Beatty has been everywhere this past night. <laughs> you were probably sloppy fifths. Oof. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> and if Carly, Carly Simon, then all these women were gorgeous. Yeah. Right? Y- yeah. You're not going to not You're not going to leave Carly Simon and then go head over to Phyllis Diller's house. It's not going <laughs> to happen.
2: Phyllis Diller. Right? How dare you talk poorly to Phyllis <laughs> Diller. <Yeah. laughs>
0: Who was an animal listen, in the but, sack. No, listen. From what I listen. Listen,
2: funny girls get
1: some, okay? Yeah. I guarantee you. I was you. just
0: Going by her crazy. He was, looks. He was,
1: being, he was being completely uh, superficial. Right, right, right.
0: Which is what dudes do when they're spending their bitcoin. Guys like our
1: guys like our hero Dude. Warren Beatty and, <laughs> right.
0: and, and, and pre pre
1: rehab Duff McKagan.
0: Right. So this is the title track from the album Boys and Trees, which is also the title of her book. Boys and Trees. Boys and Trees.
1: Boys and trees.
0: Come on, boys and trees. Play. I don't want to just keep saying boys and trees.
4: I'm home again in my old narrow bed.
0: Got a Fugazi vibe. Yeah, you long. can hear it. It's in there. <laughs> listen, listen for it.
4: The the low beam room with the window we do have a
1: movie connection, though, of Cassavetes and Warren Beatty, so we got that. Yep. Sub-
0: Garden, also, Fugazi was singing. She's singing. Where the boys <laughs> there was music. In that the she's trees. playing music. <laughs> Here I guilty where, in, where in her career is this? Uh, this is 1978. Okay, so after
1: like her big hit, but
0: yeah, but then in the '80s she I mean, has a comeback with like. Jesse and some other stuff. Okay. Yeah,
1: I'm just trying to just trying to place her. Yeah. So,
0: Pat,
2: which of these books about rock stars written by rock stars is your favorite?
0: First of all, none of your business. <laughs> I mean, if I can be honest,
2: um, let me sure. look
0: up there. Uh, let me see what ones I because you,
2: you guys can't see at home. But he's got a ton of books.
1: It's at least three three <laughs> shelves overflowing
2: of just autobiographies by rock
1: stars. And there's a pretty cool Billy Idol up there.
2: And I'm questioning, like, did you pick your favorite one for today's show, or? I,
0: no, I just, uh, I just kind of, uh, I, I didn't even look at these books when I picked my songs. I just was like, mm. sure, trying to think. Um, you know what? I, again, I, I have a lot of these that I haven't read, so I can't really give you an answer. How about that? As, okay, I love it. Melissa Etheridge's book was good. Mm. I liked Melissa mm. Etheridge's book. I liked. Uh, Meatloaf's book was actually good. Really? Yeah, it really was. I mean, Um, I definitely
2: want to read that Rod Stewart book now that you've talked about it. uh,
0: The Gospel According to Luke, Steve Lukather, his book is very good. Um, You know, for the most part, they're all probably, there's something in there that's going to be pretty good. Yeah, there has to be. And I have not tackled uh, the Keith Richards one yet. I see that Paul Stanley
2: book too, looking
0: at us. Well, I did read all the Kiss books because they're so ridiculously stupid. (laughs)
3: Like (laughs) in a good way?
0: They're all different. Like this guy tells his story, and then this guy tells a completely different version rush of that on story. again. Yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous. It's but. fun. All right, moving on to Molly.
2: Okay, hey guys. Hey uh, Molly, how's it going? Remember me? Okay, so um, Chuck Klosterman. Heard of him?
1: Yes. He likes his music. Yeah, he does. He likes writing about it. And he talking love.
2: About it. He loves talking about music. <laughs> Even
0: I've heard that name, Chuck yeah. Klosterman. You do, you haven't read Chuck Klosterman. I don't think I've read. Chuck Oh,
2: Lasserman. I feel like yeah. read. I haven't read the Lita but Ford book yet. <laughs> I used to date. Oh, the Lita Ford book. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, he used to like love Chuck Klosterman, so yeah. of course I got into Chuck Klosterman a little bit. And you know, I feel like everybody who goes to college has like a little period where they just like read a bunch of Chuck Klosterman. Yeah, know, like all he, at once, you kind of get into it. Yeah,
1: he, he's. I like him.
2: Yeah, I like him too. Anyway, uh, he wrote a little short essay about uh, Morsi called "Viva Morsi, and it's about uh, I think the fans of. Morsi.
1: yes who are uh, mostly Latina yeah who are mostly Latina uh, Latinx
2: Latinx thank you um, so my song that I picked is This Charming Man um, by Morrissey you know some people don't like him I've seen him in concert I think he's a fabulous showman and some of his music is just it, it'll never not be great
4: every day is like Sunday
2: yeah
0: that's my Morrissey not good here we go
2: <laughs> I thought it was Morrissey
0: oh thank you it was terrific <laughs> the curtain pulls back 10 out of 10
4: Charming man. Why pump the life's complexities when
1: the leather runs smooth and the passengers say? Hey, Charming
4: man.
1: I feel like. So I was not. I, in college, I I never got through a Smith's Morrissey phase, but I know enough to know yeah. that he has his fans. And he has some former fans who have been put off by recent Morrissey events.
2: Yeah, I mean, Morrissey is a very, you know, polarizing figure. And I get it. You know what I mean? He can be a dick. But um, again, it's like some of the music is just, for me, it's just
1: classic. I don't, it's, it, yeah.
4: People is, find me very divisive. It's very
1: divisive. He, he seems like a guy who is living the. Experiment of can you separate the art from the artist? Well, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Let's find this? out. Also, you...
2: if you see him in concert, he has about seventeen thousand costume changes, <laughs> and each shirt gets silkier than the next. Wow. It's
0: really... with less buttons. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's really. He's good. like a
1: magician, so he's taking one off and he has to slide easier <laughs> and easier. If
0: you, if you, I guess if we dig deep on any artist in any, you know, form of entertainment, you're going to find something that is off. Yeah, so. of course.
3: Of yeah, course, but you know, I mean...
0: It's just we're shining a light on it more and more nowadays. Absolutely. And I, I I, think that's so that going forward, new artists and new actors and new directors and new producers Definitely. aren't like that. Don't do these things. Yeah. So, yeah. but what are you going to do?
1: Yeah, we're fighting it. We're, we're fighting, fighting it, man. It. Um. So talk about switching it up. Yep. Uh, My last track... You got two more tracks I got two more tracks Oh yeah I cut the well, uh, I was gonna cut the You uh, cut the Sonic, Sonic Youth part. Because we heard We covered from Sonic we covered Youth Sonic oh, Sonic okay. what? You can
2: have Multiple Sonic Youth tracks Says
1: the person who played Ten Ramones songs Yeah
2: also I love Sonic Youth Yeah
1: Alright well maybe We'll play that again But I was gonna Can we play Cool Thing By Sonic Youth
0: Yes let's it's play like it It's like the best song let's Yeah play. you should definitely yeah. play yeah. it Okay fine
1: I almost picked this song Yeah I wanted a Kim singing song yeah. too. And this is literally a song about her standing up to sexist behavior while she was in a... Yeah, so... more poppy yeah poppy
2: I but lo- as pop as they get i love yeah. this era with the band it's a great fantastic sonic 1990
0: era. the album's yeah. goo it's
2: fantastic there's so many good songs on this album
0: yeah i like their noise on that one
2: yeah it's yeah. great
0: uh your question uh is still bothering me so i keep looking i keep craning my neck around <laughs> the uh kathy valentine of the Go Go's, her book is excellent oh, oh really yes really good I and Anne and nancy wilson from heart their book is excellent oh also. Okay.
1: awesome great so
0: all right, what do I got? Well, we've talked about this uh, guy a couple of times today. This is uh, Keith Richards. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I've heard of him. Nice. His book is called Life. It's uh, very thick.
1: Very. Is it
0: awesome? Uh, I never read it. It's I have thick. read.
1: It. I have read it. Okay, and I would say it is akin to the Rolling Stones' career in that the first two thirds are amazing, Yeah. and then it's like. I don't know if we needed all this part. <laughs> yeah.
0: I find uh, what I read about it was that it was, they people were shocked that he could remember in detail some things. Yes. Cause you would yeah. think it's also, he couldn't.
1: it's also, I think better written than you would expect. Mm. Like, they, there, there's a nice. And then when you think about it, Keith Richards is kind of a funny guy anyway, yeah. but like, I think the first chapter starts, it was like chapter one, wherein I am busted in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, it's almost like they were like Winnie the Pooh. You know?
0: <laughs> um, Mick Jagger was given like a multimillion dollar advance to write his autobiography and attempted it and just couldn't do it and gave the money back.
2: Really? He that. was just
0: like, I can't,
2: it's called get a ghostwriter. Yeah. <laughs> Have a drink w- and talk.
0: You would you would have thought maybe over the pandemic months he would have. I maybe, know. Now you know. Is the maybe time. I'll try to work on that. That's insane. Just yeah. leave money on
2: the
1: table.
0: Yeah. He's
2: like, I got too much money. I don't need to do the easiest thing possible, which is just tell, tell my, my story. story. Watch I mean,
1: these ten movies that tells
2: yeah. my life anyway.
1: He can
0: literally <laughs> tell the stories into a recording. Exactly. And have someone transcribe. That's them.
2: crazy to me.
0: Yeah. Nice. Uh, so I chose a song off Keith's second solo album, Main Offender, and this song is called Eileen.
2: that keith singing that's keith yeah Yeah. nice
1: that's a part of that book too if i remember right of him kind of like coming into singing because at first he's he's very much a like i'm about the team i'm keeping this band together that's my thing and not that he doesn't want to be a star but it's like that's his job and then a couple things fall in that he's gonna sing and then somebody starts telling him about you because at first he sings way higher and they Mm -hmm. eventually tell him to use like You've Smoked a million cigarettes, you have this gravelly, yeah, use it voice. And then he starts, then he starts singing down yeah. and like, Oh, we're doing this, all right. I'm gonna sing like this. Uh, I don't know if you know
2: this, Pat, but Philip is like a huge Rolling Stones fan.
1: Oh, uh, yeah,
0: is that true?
1: <laughs> I got through that whole book, right? <laughs> that's how so much he likes them.
0: You guys should do a Rolling Stones podcast, song by song. See, It'd that's be the a thing. million episodes.
1: It's a, that's that's exactly. I probably would have done that. Maybe I wouldn't have convinced Molly to do that. I
2: actually don't really like the Rolling Stones. I mean, they're fine. I understand. They're fine. When
0: anyone tells me they don't like something that I like, I have to step back and say, think about it and go,
2: all right, I get it. I get why
0: you might not like that. I get it.
2: It's just like, there's so many songs that are just like, we don't need that. Yeah, yeah. You know?
0: (laughs) I get it. Um,
1: it, But honestly, the reason I wouldn't do it is just, that's just so daunting. Yeah.
0: But you could skip the first, like, I do not like the first three rolling stones albums. Cause it's just them the covers. It's just all blues covers. And that, that music doesn't interest me, mm. you know, yeah, anyway. Yeah. So I'm uh, even, even when the stones do it, I'm not interested. I will, But once I, they I started to write together, mm. then I'm all on board. Definitely. Yeah.
1: I, I, I hear that. I will say though, one of my favorite rolling stones like mini groups is when they play Chuck Berry songs okay like there's something about that the egos go away yeah even when I've seen them live they're just
0: having fun like teenagers we're,
1: like, we're playing the teenage music that's guys I'm like
0: yeah. yay look
2: how <laughs> happy
1: those old men are
2: yeah that's how I feel like the Ramones were too when they would do like their 60s yes. covers and they're just like we get to play the songs we, we can, love we can't cool. fight about this yeah. because
0: yeah, no, yeah. we love it yeah. yeah but no t-shirt money Richie yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> Also, like, you like know, it? I just keep bringing it back to the Ramones. We you can find not. Ramones of the Day on SoundCloud on Verbal. and, and Verbal.com. Verbal. You should actually... So, talk about Verbal for a second. Yes, So, please. quickly talking about Verbal. So, Verbal is a new audio streaming platform, and people say, why do we need another audio platform? Well... Most um, podcast platforms are RSS feed-based, which is kind of an ancient way of doing things, and people have to download your episodes to their computer. They may or may not listen to that episode. Uh, You can't really monetize. You have to go find advertisers. You put ads inside your episodes, and then maybe they're not even relevant six months later. We are like YouTube except for we're audio so we're streaming, we're free and any content creator can put all of their past episodes up on the platform and monetize those. So it's kind of we're trying to revolutionize the way people, you know, create audio and um, ingest audio and I'm I'm it's very pro creator, you know, they're really yeah. into the creator actually, you know, finding a way to make money for what they do, which I know as podcast you should go to Patreon and yeah. support this podcast. We should all do that. Um But most people aren't making money doing this. And I think YouTube showed that, you know, there is a way and we're hoping that creators will get a little something back.
0: And Molly has uh, not talked me into or convinced me, but she (laughs) suggested (laughs) she suggested that I get on verbal and I am on verbal and I still don't quite know how it works just because I have not had the time to yeah, really yeah. dig in but the YouTube, i'm gonna
1: youtube but audio is the best way yeah to it's a,
2: just a good. youtube yeah. of audio so yeah. it's free for anybody mm-hmm. um it's streaming right so you anywhere you have the app on your phone or at your computer you got wi-fi you got verbal and um yeah that's pretty much it yeah. all
0: right guys so get the verbal app and spell get the it
2: app.
1: v-u-r-b-l
2: mm-hmm. yep
0: all right we have the most Perfect. books
1: and the most spelling
0: yeah, yeah. You know, right? true yeah. true, yeah. true.
2: Um, but Verbal also has audiobooks, ASMR, uh, old time radio. We got everything.
0: They got some old timey radio oh, for you. Some
2: yeah. radio, kids. Hey. <laughs> Um, okay, this is actually my last song. Um Aww. So the Yay, book is I mean, aw. Aw, the <laughs> book is Living Like a Runaway, a memoir by Lita Ford, the one you haven't read yet. Yep. Um I'm of course obsessed with the runaways. If you like their moans, I mean how can you kind of not be? Um okay. but fascinating memoir. Um,
0: but she skips over the part with living on Turks and Caicos with her abusive husband. She just yeah, kind of glosses over that. Yeah. And sadly, I really wanted to... I, I didn't want to, her to relive her pain by writing it, yeah. but I was curious about that when I got to that part. I think we all want to
2: know those know, parts. you do, know. We yeah. Um, and I don't know if you guys saw the the Runaways documentary that yes, they did. yeah. Oh, which is pretty good, but they... <laughs> They don't have any Joan Jett. She, like, she refuses to do it. Yeah. And they just have like two pictures of her that they have you know the use of. So they just keep using the same, same picture two. of yeah. Joan Jett like over and over again. Um, but I just find the whole story of The Runaways kind of insane yeah. and interesting. And Lita Ford, obviously, she's kind of like a rock goddess. So I highly recommend the book. And I chose the song um, You Drive Me Wild. Of course, you thought I was going to choose Cherry Bomb, but it didn't. I chose You Drive Me Wild. I know you. It's yeah. a great
0: to- It's This is such a great song. It's so good. Yeah, for people who only know Cherry Bomb, get with it, folks. Yeah, just like learn another one. Yeah.
4: You know when you're close, in you really turn.
0: Lita Ford and Cherie Curry have both been on the show. My autograph, Lita, is up there. Beautiful. And Autograph Runaways by Cherie is over here on the door.
2: Oh, You'll man, right you are
0: so lucky.
1: Is that the al- is that the album that this song <gasps> is from, even? Oh.
0: No, that's from their second album. Oh, I am. I talked to her about the first album. I said, you're on the cover that couldn't have gone over well with the band. And she goes, we didn't know about that until we they pressed it. They oh, didn't wow. ask us. They didn't tell us. And she said she was really pissed off by
2: it i cannot
1: wait to go and listen to that episode
0: yeah really good yeah the runaways are awesome the Runaways is so great joan is still elusive but i'll still I'll continue to try her she
1: doc said- is good though her documentary
0: is yeah yeah it's called bad reputation yeah yeah her doc is really good yeah cool yeah. all right you got one more buddy i got one more hey buddy hey
1: hey, hey. hey Philip's how's it going
0: not so much a podcaster as he is an author
1: yeah you know Cozy
0: mystery. But how many hats are you wearing over there today?
1: <laughs> I, I wear. Uh, I'm. Uh, I'm a patriot first and foremost. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> What's on your t-shirt? It's. Uh, it's been. Uh, I'm wearing. I'm wearing Shonen a knife? Shonen, Shonen knife, knife.
1: Who I struggled. I've like no books about the knife, but.
0: But now, but that font is the Iron Maiden font.
1: Yes. So Molly, this is this is full circle. Yeah. Molly. And my son and I and another friend went to see Shonen Knife in 2018. That's cool in L.A. They're so great. They are great. They're fantastic. The poppiest, kind of silliest. We're gonna sing half our songs about food. Oh, they're so great. But we're from uh, Japan, and and we've been doing it for thirty years plus. (laughs) They just don't
2: stop. No, they they do not stop.
1: stop. uh, No, so I don't. I sadly do not have a knife song. That's okay. They All do right. have a thirty-three and third book coming out though, so oh nice about that. Someone's doing it. Good for them. Yeah, I'll
0: punk rock girls, now, we love it. Yeah. Since you're an author now, yeah. could you submit to write a thirty-three and a third book? Have you ever thought about that?
2: I. That's perfect for
1: you. I yeah. did kind of casually think about that once. I think though, I, I mean, I, I, yes, I've the, the answer is yes, but I think the way that that works is it's mostly rock journalists, okay, who are doing which I. Only dabbled in. I did like some reviews mm-hmm. way back when, but um,
2: you used to work for like do reviews for Pitchfork
1: and stuff, didn't you? Or no? yeah, yeah. just a few, yeah. Like yeah. I got paid in like free music. And if you could <laughs> and do you're like,
0: yes, would you do Carly Simon's Boys and Trees? Is I that the thinking, album I you was would thinking go with? that or that Pete
1: Townsend flute song? <laughs> All right.
0: good. Pete Townsend flout song, good, good, good. the
1: floutist song. All no, right. it's they have a million uh books, and it's kind of interesting to think what you would do because so many of it's. They don't limit it to one per artist, right. but generally it's one per artist. Yes. and so you want either either the most seminal album or the one you think you can talk the most about. So it's like, like Exxon Main Street's done, The Ramones is done, yeah. right. Use Your Illusion is done. So it's like yeah. you can't, you know. It, well, Carly Simon, yeah, Carly's Boys a, and boys Trees, I, it's out I there. Gotta look it up. It's out All there, right. man. I mean,
0: it's like an apple on a tree waiting to be picked, <laughs> like a boy,
1: and I and <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: um, even. Okay, so here's Captain Transition. Even this album that I'm going to close with is done. Wow. Um, this is from a New York group who came from one of the boroughs that was sort of overlooked. Not Ramones. Man- not Manhattan, I know. Oh, okay. No. Bunch of guys who made up their own names.
0: Ramones. Made their- no, no. no. No, it's
1: not. Um, went in the studio for Dirt Cheap. Uh, Ramones. No. I am, of course talking about The RZA, The Jizz oh, of the Genius, the Chef, yes. ODB, and on and on. Yeah, This is from Wu-Tang Clan's first, this is their first single, actually. This is Protect Your Neck, which does start with non-music uh, track. So I don't wanna confuse you going okay. back to the other okay. thing. Okay. But it's very key to their thing. Uh, the book is called The Wu-Tang Manual, written by RZA and uh, a gentleman named Chris Norris. And I recommend it because at first, just like, oh, okay, a rap song. Awesome. There's so much of like them making their own mythos and language Mm. that this book like sometimes explains literally like protect your neck comes from the idea of them chopping off heads while they rap. The tongue is their sword. So when they cut someone's head off, they are outdoing them. That's what, so protect your neck is telling everybody else, watch out. Here we come.
0: It's like speaking Vulcan. Almost, <laughs> it's just shy I, of. Vulcan. I love it. Just shy. So okay, this, okay. Yeah. So protect your neck. neck, and then this is a this there, is the Shaolin version. Yes, it's a
1: little shorter for you, so we can, can right. do that.
0: I'm not gonna play it all anyway,
1: Phil. No, I know. But I had to start with kung fu. Sounds. Yeah, you gotta.
4: Smoking Joe Frazer, the Hellraiser, raising hell with the flavor, terrorizing jam like troops in Pakistan, swinging through your town like your neighborhood Spider-Man, so uh, tick-tock and keep ticking, while I get you flipping off the shit I'm kicking, the Lone Ranger, Coat Danger, deep in the dark with the art, to rip the charts support, the vandal. Too hot to handle your battle. You're saying goodbye I like Devin Campbell. Inspect Inspector decks on the set. The rebel, I make more noise than heavy metal. The way I make the crowd go wild. Sit back, relax, won't smile. Ray got it going on, pal. Call me the rap assassinator. Rhymes rugged and built like Schwarzenegger. And I'ma get mad deep like a threat. And if you're waiting for the chorus, there
1: kind of isn't one. <laughs> All right. It's, it's, I think RZA saying protect your neck a couple times and they <laughs> but, just filled it with eight different voices yeah. going on and on. I liked it.
2: It's worth it. checking out. Yeah. That's, I love so, RZA as, as a person. I think so So that's
1: so the other great. thing that I, like when this topic was pitched, mm-hmm. I was like, I think I have to talk about Wu-Tang Clan just because <laughs> yeah, yeah. they're really interesting and Super RZA interesting. especially that like, they built this world around themselves. They refer to Staten Island as the land of Shaolin because they saw themselves in Kung Fu movies. And basically it's a way to escape and to empower themselves. Mm-hmm. And then they made it like a thing for other people. So it, it, yeah. And I'm, that's tip of the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. It is really interesting. And the music sounds <clears throat> great. And it's also weird. Like the, I think on this track, the snare drum is not a snare, but it's Rizza with a bucket and a wrench.
2: Oh my god! Just
1: getting the sound right, and you're like, "All right, yeah." <laughs> okay. Yeah. I,
2: I actually think that Wu Ta- RZA himself and Sonic Youth have a lot in common.
1: Okay, go just on.
2: As noisemakers, making you know, that as noise. As, yeah. As just, you like that noise? As just making weird noises and and yeah. sort of leaning into their own kind of noise. I love that.
1: Yeah, you're right. That's I, a, I
2: love the uh, the what um what is it? This movie, Ghost Town? No, Ghost oh, Man.
1: Oh, Ghost Ghostbusters! Ghostbusters. Ghost Dog Ways of the Samurai. The yeah, Jim Ghost Jarush-
2: The soundtrack on that RZA. by Rizza is amazing.
3: Yeah, it's it's
1: good. so good. <laughs> it's good. It is so good. And they're like their business and then I'm just it's all just Wu-Tang stuff for me. Um, but like <laughs> their business model is interesting. Like they somehow got the contract so that, yeah, they did this with nine guys, but then they were all free to do solo stuff with other labels, which then they <laughs> leverage to be like, well, if you like that you should come back to this mm-hmm. and it's all part of their empire smart. that they make very yeah. smart
0: crazy Super smart are yeah. they on verbal because they should they be it verbal? sounds like it'd well, be perfect for them
2: two things one is I think RZA just came out with a new something a new album or a new song or something I saw him on social promoting
1: zil- it I think it's a zillion things there's another book there's they have a Hulu have so series much stuff, yeah. there's a yeah.
0: But, there's, a, um, there's an energy drink.
1: Probably. <laughs> an energy it's gotta drink. be. I okay, guarantee wait,
4: you I, we, we
1: drove by the most fascinating thing I found recently, and maybe people know this. Um, Wu-Tang Clan, a few years back, made an album that is one pressing. There is one scene. What? So hold on. It gets even weirder. There's one pressing. And the idea was uh, to revalue music because now if you, you know, the idea was like you stream it everywhere, it's free and not worth anything. So they made one thing that was not for commercial sale for 90 years. It's got this gorgeous box, you know, and it was auctioned off. And there, the Wu-Tang's end of it was like, we'll take that money and we'll reinvest it in communities and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. The person who bought it is that pharma bro guy who like a few years back, literally like, jacked up prices on cancer medication oh that man that dude bought it so now it's in Bummer. it's in government possession as you know they possess his assets so oh. I mean no one's hearing this thing that's Ugh. fascinating isn't that the cr- and I'm like I'm, they've
0: got to have tape of it
1: or something, something? Yeah. I don't know man but it's just it's hilariously like opaque and crazy that and is I crazy just, like and then the, wait who like I'm reading the Wikipedia thing I was like wait who got it that dude is this a prank are you the future timeline is a prank? <laughs> Trump was the president.
2: That, I mean, there's a lot of nonsense going on, yeah. There's, there's a go.
0: lot of nonsense. I've seen Shona knife t shirts using an Iron Maiden <laughs> font, everything's crazy. It's all up in the air. <laughs> all right, Mr. Tingles is running for office now. <laughs> that's the show. You guys might be too knowledgeable to ever come back. Okay, good. It seems like you know too much about music. We, we know
2: everything, every single
1: thing. <laughs> I think that's evident.
0: Tell us the name of the book one more time. The it's na- not out yet. You can't get it. It's no. like this Wu-Tang CD. <laughs> I pressed one copy. Yeah, and you and it's just kept in your little knapsack there. And,
1: and if you come to my house, I'll read it. And but that's, that's it. it. But that's it. That's it. Uh, it is called The Murderous Haircut of the Mayor of Bel-Air. It is a psychic barber mystery by me, Philip Mottis. Uh, it's the first in a series. It is available for pre-order. So if you Google those words... You will likely find it. You may find my website where they got links to that. All right, cool. Hey, follow me on Twitter at Philip Matas. Yum, yum, yum. How Love many that. pages is that book? Ooh. Just look. <laughs> Spoken as a
0: true reader. Yeah.
1: 3.30. Uh, I'm out.
0: <laughs> Anything more than 278. Can I can't.
1: T- I'm out. Can I tell yeah. you, my friend Mike did the same bit? He was like, I, I
0: asked him oh, to read. I, oh, I'm unoriginal, like Mike. No, but it, but I, you're in good company. Very funny. You're in good company oh, okay. because
1: he, I said, Could you read this for me? I know it's a big <laughs> ask. And he's like, Yeah, sure. And then the next fact was, like Wait, how big is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. fine. I the hang next, with a well, real he, literate he, crowd. He
0: doesn't read it. And the next <laughs> day he just goes, eh, It wasn't my cup of tea. It
1: was fine. <laughs> Three stars. All right, Molly Verbal, Verbal,
2: V U R B L. Yes, you can get the app at the iOS application store. The applica- <laughs> and you fill application, fill out an application. You can also oh, just boy. find it online. I did want to say, though, um, not to blow too much smoke up Philip's ass, but he is a very funny comedian. Mm-hmm. And he actually has a sort of podcast, I would call it a podcast because you can get yeah, an RSS, but uh, that he does with Mike Patet. They've been doing sketch comedy together now for what, 20 years Far or too something? Long. They're called Superpunk. I highly recommend going to Verbal and checking out Superpunk Radio. The episodes are hilarious. Do and it. it just gives you a little taste of what these guys are kind of known for, which I don't think fake, they do it enough. Fake
1: radio commercials.
2: But, well, comedy. And um, <laughs> it's it's great. And then um, also you can find Ramones of the Day, the podcast that Philip and I do That's together true. about the Ramones, where we dissect every Ramones song alphabetically from 53rd and 3rd to the word zero
0: on Verbal.com. And if you go there and you listen to this uh, sketch thing that Philip does, and you don't like it, then you'll know not to buy this book because you don't. <laughs> it's just going to be the same. I can, stuff I honestly, in I cannot form. wait to
2: read this book. I've been hearing about this book, and just the fact that he chose to
0: write cozy mysteries, yeah. I think, is funny you, in and of itself. And you didn't bring a copy to give to Molly right well, today. I don't have copies. He doesn't have you copies. You just have that. That's it. I, that's I'm really showing just off it.
1: because it's gorgeous. Yeah,
0: it's gorgeous. All but right.
1: this, this, so a little insight into the production world of independent publishing is you have to do these things so you get it from the press okay. and then say, okay, what do I not like? Do I not like this type of page? Mm-hmm. Do I not like, like this type of whatever? Yeah, It's because you don't want to buy a million copies and be like, oh. There's a typo on the title. It says Philip Matates. <laughs> Matates.
2: <laughs> Matates. Makuna. <laughs> Matates. Yeah. All right. We are Wait, at Pat, what are, you gonna, what are you going to promote? No, what yeah. do, you got, what well, do you
0: got to sell? We are at Rock Solid Show. Yeah. You can go to rocksolidpodcast.com for all things about the show. And that's it. And with that, I'm going to play our playout song. Okay, here's what I picked. It's a song by the band XTC. Mm, oh, I love yeah! It. It's from the album None Such, All right. and the song is called "Books Are Burning."
2: Oh, nice! On rock
0: solid. Thank you, Molly. Thank you, Philip. And Philip, yeah. I really can't wait to get that book and put it on my nightstand and let it collect so much dust. But I'll <laughs> right probably, under I'll that probably Keith read it. Book. I gotta be honest, I'll probably read it because you have uh you've intrigued me with this uh cozy mysteries. Thanks. I love it. So my part. here we go. Books are burning on Rock Solid. Oh, we missed him say books. Hold on a second. Oh man.
4: And I saw that